Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Ordinal Revolution presents Kimmy and Friends Bitcoin Ordinal Builders. Good morning. Saturday, 8 a.m. Eastern time for me. I hope you guys are enjoying your cereal with some Ordinals talk. We're going to have a great, great, great show for you guys today. We have some really incredible speakers today. Potentially, we could have Trevor later. We got Serge in the house already. Good morning, Serge. I cannot wait for this. Uh, we're going to be talking counselor. We're going to be talking so much more. Danny Wham is in the house. We got so many good people. Shitcoin Shaman, what's up, my man? All right, let's get right into it. Every morning, I like to give uh, the prices while we wait for everyone to get up in here. My man Yago B puts out something amazing. If you're not following Yago B, you need to be following him. Every single day, this guy goes through the market caps of every single BRC20 coin. And I'm going to read them for you right here. We got Ordy sitting at a $497 million market cap. Up about 0.1% from yesterday. We got stats at a $441 million market cap, about minus four from yesterday. We got track sitting at a $72 million market cap, up about 25% from yesterday. BTCS, uh, about a $9.8 million market cap, down about 4%. BMPX, $5.4 million market cap, uh, zero from yesterday. And we got some coldies. We got, uh, we got Pepe down 14% at $5 million. We got Meme down 8% at $4.5 million. OXBT hasn't done anything at all, sitting at 0% from yesterday. Pizza, P-I-Z-A, sitting at uh, 3.7, down 5% from yesterday. RCSV, it's nothing to do with the RCSV.com or .io, but they are a community coin sitting at $3.3 million. We got We down 14%, sitting at $2.5 million. We have Council up 100% from yesterday. It's sitting at $1.8 million market cap. Uh, we got Punk sitting at 870 k We'll jump down to the newer tokens. We got Rats, and I am the leader of the Rats, the unofficial king of the Rats. No, I'm just joking. A huge fan of this token, though. $88 million market cap, up 52% from yesterday. Uh, guys, I think I think we got to start been looking at taking profits on some of these man some of these are up a lot we got mumbai sitting at 330 million dollar market cap up 50 percent since yesterday uh roll up r-o-u-p sitting at 21 million dollar market cap up to two 262 percent from yesterday we got uh turnt it's a new one 10 million it didn't have a market cap yesterday so that's pretty crazy cat sitting at 8.8 million market cap up 183 percent from yesterday bear 
something I do not want in my wallet. I do not want to bear in my wallet. But sitting at $6.6 million market cap, up 18% from yesterday. Dot com. This is a really, really good one. Uh, I'm actually looking for to get in this. I'm not in this yet. Sitting at 5.6 million, up 11% from yesterday. Pin, P-I-I-N, sitting at 2.9 million dollar market cap, up 192% from yesterday. Absolutely crazy. Honk, 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 sitting at 2.7 million dollar market cap, up 8% from yesterday. Grok, sitting at 1 million dollar market cap, down 20% from yesterday. And we have uh, Block, which is a new one at $1 million market cap, but it's still minting. And we have Grumpy Cat sitting at 840 k market cap, 0%. Bull, this is a new one. I, I, it's up 230% today. I, I actually have seen Bull. I, I think we missed the mint on that one. That was going to happen a while ago. 630 k market cap. Jumping over to Magic Eden. Going to give it a quick refresh to get the freshest prices of our ordinals. We have... Bitcoin Frog sitting in that number one spot on the seven day, sitting at 0.138. This thing has been an absolute monster. Bitmap. Uh, shout out my Bitmap landlord sitting at 0.00168. Huge fan of, of Bitmaps. Goosenals, Hong Kong. Man, the Goosenals. If you're a goose, if you owe the Goosenals, just be proud of yourself. Dude, I was picking these up for seven, eight dollars. It's been absolutely amazing ride. Goose is on the loose. Uh, they, and they, they potentially got something going on uh, soon, so keep an eye on that. Goosenal sitting at 0.0343. Ordinal Maxibiz not really doing much, sitting at 0.256 uh, of a Bitcoin. Bitcoin Punk sitting at 0.049 of a Bitcoin. The Whales. The Whales came back and fought so hard, man. I remember this project being 0.0008, now sitting around 0.008. Uh, knocked off a full zero. So proud of Tosio. So proud of what they're building over there, man. Huge, huge props to them, guys. Uh, Dogepunk sitting at 0 0.01. And then we have Ordi Rats went nuts yesterday, sitting at 0.18. I think this is running up because of the rats token running up. This was crazy. Um, Bitcoin Bear Cubs sitting at 0 0.0059. The Wizards on seven day. I haven't seen them here. Sitting at 0 0.085. And the Misprints, uh, Misprint Frog sitting at 0 0.013. Guys, man, this has been an incredible couple weeks. The bull market seems to only be in ordinals, and it is absolutely wild. It's been a wild ride. Um, coming from, you know, we, 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 were, we were digging through, you know, the tough months of August, tough months of September, and tough months of even October. And November has ab absolutely been amazing for us. We got to remember to take profits. I know it's hard to say, but um, in these markets, it does feel a little toppy. And a 50% retracement is definitely possible. So that's, that's definitely not financial advice at all. Do what you want to do. But that's just something that I'm thinking about. And um, it's been a wild ride. It's been so much fun. I mean, I, I, it's just been – the community has been incredible. Like, you can't go anywhere where everyone's just smiling and it's been so much fun. And, yeah, so yeah, let's dig right into the show, man. We got a good show for you guys today. We have um, uh, Surge. We have so many others. But um, let me pass to my partner, as always. Mr. Agobi, good morning, sir. GM, GM, man, um, what a great introduction as always. Every Saturday, Sizzy brings it. He brings the uh, caffeine injecting into our bloodstream to get us going. Appreciate it, brother. Um, just like you said, man, an amazing lineup today. Um, we possibly have Trevor, like you said, from Ninja Alert. Uh, Benny from Track is possibly stopped. Uh, well, he's at, actually in the audience, so he's here with us. We got Serge from the council. It's going to be great to hear from him. 
um, just give us, giving us some updates on what they got going and cooking. Um, and then also uh, KP Moonkey from the OCM Coffee Club, OG Satoshi's team, Dante Alter Ego from Rune X Tech, which is interesting. I definitely want to, um, you know, dive into that. There's so much stuff going on in the, in the Bitcoin ecosystem, guys, that like, even for us, that covers the space, you know, <laughs> it's easy to kind of just get focused, you know, hyper-focused on what's hot right now, but there's other narratives and, and protocols that are building up. And, you know, I have no doubt that some of these are going to be big players down the road because Bitcoin is, is starting to prove everybody, you know, especially the ones that faded, um, maybe the ones that left a little bit early as well. And then, um, you know, that we are going to be uh, a main focus point of this next run up. So appreciate everybody joining us. If you could um, just hit that bubble in the bottom right corner so you can um, share the space and, you know, get as many people in here as possible. We want to educate the masses about ordinals and these new builders. And really just, you know, um, that's the whole point of doing this is giving new builders a platform and to educate people that are coming in the space and some people that are already in the space that just need to, you know, hear about what a new project's about. So um, let's kind of kick it off like we have been the, the past couple of weeks. Um, first of all, if you want to speak, if you want to ask a question, um, just raise your hand. We will get you up on stage. But, um, yeah, let's kick it off with just a little bit back and forth banter between, um, you know, the people on stage about the current market you know, of Bitcoin and as well as, you know, the ordinal and Bitcoin ecosystem. Um, Kimmy, let's kick it off with you, if you don't mind. How are you feeling right now in terms of, you know, ordinals being really bullish in terms of BRC20s having their, you know, energy going crazy and it's not stopping, but also some of that passing over to the ordinal NFT side of things. What are your thoughts on on that? Is that, do you feel like that's going to sustain for a while or... You see a pullback coming? Uh, Jim, Jim. Uh, we need a pullback. I need a pullback. <laughs> I sold something, uh, took some profit, and I'm, I'm looking for better entry because when something pumped 20x, it has to pull back. It's healthy to pull back. So I'm I'm counting on that to, to re-enter to some positions but some some was moon like crazy for example gustinals i sold way way too early it will not pull back to my exit price so <laughs> i don't know maybe i buy it again but i'm in loss there for sure of course i'm not in loss but uh, i didn't took profit as i i should so, but I'm looking at those fees as always. I, every space I mention those fees. I don't know how how can that be sustainable. For example, some of my friends uh, bought uh, uh, four day uh, yacht club and need, they need to inscribe. It's uh, it's crazy. They need thousands of dollars to inscribe few 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 of these ordinals. <laughs> So I don't know. I hope we will have uh, ordinals are dead period again, <laughs> at least for one month to cool down the mental. 
Yeah, no, um, I agree with you 100%. You know, I think the Ordinal's dead, our dead period was such a great accumulation period. Um, but, um, you know, now things are getting, you know, the outside market is starting to realize that, hey, look, there's something, it's, it's not just a fad that happened in the summer and stuff like that. And I'm with you in terms of, you know, PTSD, I guess, from previous cycles. When things go up really nice, you just know that, you know, a healthy correction is due. So, um, yeah, perfect, perfect uh, breakdown, um, Kimmy. I, I agree with everything you just said. Um, Shaman, Shitcoin Shaman, I invited you up because I know that you um, really dive into the markets in terms of TA as well and just kind of the, the flow of how things are going with Bitcoin. What's your view on, you know, where Bitcoin is headed next? Do you see kind of that traditional Black Friday pullback and then um, things settle down before really thrusting up? Or what's your uh, view on it? Uh, good morning, morning. Um, you know, I don't know. I, uh, you know, pretty much every Black Friday, right, that's happened, um, I feel like I have to look, I have to double check the charts to make sure, but I feel like I remember the past few few Thanksgivings, uh, there being sort of a dip and a, a bounce on Thanksgiving to give me some false hope. And then the Black Friday sort of sell-off would, would inevitably happen. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you, you want to think this time is different, right? But that's kind of that's the whole joke of that, that phrase to begin with. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely be prepared for it. It's not going to – it's not going to – it never hurts to have uh, – have some dry powder uh, on the sidelines to uh, to buy a dip because you know, like Kimmy Roy is saying, it's it's it would be healthy to get a to, to get a dip. Um, and I mean, honestly, uh, the yesterday in particular, uh, everything sort of started to look really uh, uh, indecisive on like on higher time frames and stuff. We lost a lot. Of, we lost a lot of important levels um, in terms of uh, expecting. Uh, up more upside first you know what I mean um and like yesterday I was sort of I was sitting on my hands and charting charting uh mainly Bitcoin and Ethereum and um you know I was doing my usual shit with like the the Fibonacci ranges and stuff and I'm like I'm plotting like uh you know two or three ranges on each of them and I'm like I could see this going it was like they all had the same up targets for the next stop but where the bottom was varied quite a bit and it was like the 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 areas that are that were close by we kind of bounced off one of them on ethereum at least yesterday um but not didn't really get any follow through you know what i mean so like i'm looking at i was looking at those charts and i was saying to people in the discord i'm like i feel like you know i'm looking at this local range uh clinging to hope that like that like there's more more upside first when and when you know the other when i sort of zoomed out and looked at uh you know where where a lot of the volume was where, where a lot of the, the volume has been and stuff it looks like we we could probably get a pretty deep deep dive on uh stuff like uh i don't know like low 1800s on ethereum and uh you know 34 33 on 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 bitcoin i don't know but um yeah it's it's also just like the just generally the um you know the, the the froth in the market. I mean, it's mo it's mainly in ordinals and BRC twenties, right? Like it's been pretty choppy in in uh, everything else, but um, still, I do it does feel pretty euphoric and like there, 
there's probably going to be a, a pretty serious, a more serious flush than we've seen uh, so far. Yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome breakdown. Yeah. I think a lot of people are, uh, you know, kind of expecting that pullback, right? Like I mentioned, and um, it's just how deep is it going to be? And then also you have this little thing in the back of your head is like when everybody thinks this way, it typically goes the opposite. Right. And so that's why I hate leverage trading is because you, you know, follow a couple of people and like, yeah, you're like, yeah, that makes complete sense. And then all of a sudden, bam, does the opposite. So, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, and uh, let's see who we got here, guys. We got 82 people. Yes, we got 82 people in here. Um, so let's keep sharing that bottom right button. Um, it's going to be a great spaces. Going to going to have a lot of great speakers. Um, we'll, we'll, let's get Shizzy's take real quick on on um, that same question, and then we're going to pass it over to Serge to kick things off. Go ahead, Shizzy. Yeah, I'm kind of with Shaman. Um, I definitely feel a little toppy. I'm definitely getting some uh, reverse FOMO to kind of get into Bitcoin. Um, I'm probably going to be uh, some dollar cost averaging out into the Black Friday. I really, I truly, truly, truly believe that we're going to see a dip. I feel like it's healthy. I think it's good for the markets, and I feel like we have to. A lot of people came came in um, around this time, and you know, they. It's just, it just doesn't make sense to just keep going up, right? Especially when all the other markets haven't even started their bull market. So I, I'm, I'd rather play it safe than sorry. We have a long bull, bull market ahead of us. Let's not, let's not like, like, like ruin the momentum, but. At the same time, let's let's be smart. Let's make smart decisions this time. We all really have to try to make it this time. Let's not, you know, we're not. It's all not Lambos and Moons right away. But the, if you play it smart, um, towards the end of this bull market, it could be that. So that's crazy because I was just shopping for a Lambo online, Carmax. But um, yeah. So um, <laughs> um, no, uh, great great perspective there. Uh, you know. Kind of, I actually like that everybody up on, on the panel right now is kind of in agreement because then um, maybe that means it's the opposite. Like I said, we're about to shoot straight to 50k. No, um, yeah. So everybody, you know, enjoy the time, but also enjoy the experience and education, right? That that you're getting from this, and just pay close attention and and, and stuff like that. Um, but without further ado, let's kick off our, you know, the show in terms of the speakers. Uh, Want to get Surge on the mic. What is up, brother? I know that you guys have some big stuff, you know, to announce and you've been working on some stuff. But if you could just kind of update the community and uh, glad you're here. Hey, guys, what's good? It's been a minute. How you guys doing? Uh, Shizzy, I heard that uh, there's talk on the street that you're one of the founders of Rats, DRC twenty. <laughs> yeah, Gate.io hit me up thinking I was the founder of Rats. Bro. Uh, let's flush the real founders out out then if you're not the real one. <laughs> let's put it out there and say that that you're one of the founders, and then the founders might come out saying that they are. <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, but I miss you guys. How you been? Awesome. Uh, no, it's really good to be here. Actually, I just stepped away from a, a little bit. I, I've I've been invited to a dinner with the uh, with King Erwan here in Indonesia. He rep he's representing a bunch of Indonesian investment funds, and obviously he's of an older generation, but he's super smart. And I, you know, my entire mission has just been trying to onboard as many people as I can uh, through you know whether ordinals or GameFi, which I'm very bullish on. 
but I'm 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 telling him about ordinals and guys like talk to my kids, man, about this. And like that big part of me like doesn't want to leave without actually getting him to download an Xverse wallet or something. You know, so I'm like, uh, your highness, I'm about to make a donation to you, to your lovely palace, and thank you for the dinner. Uh, but I'm going to send you Bitcoin. <laughs> so ended up downloading his Xverse wallet, guys. So, uh, you know, for me, at least, you know, when it comes to markets, uh, that shit gives me a lot of anxiety. Um, I find true sustainable value long terms built through building products and ecosystems and really having a more of a long-term vision, whether it comes from an investment perspective or a builder's perspective. At the end of the day, this is providence. This is, um, like, I, I was trying to explain it to his excellence, right? Like, what is the best way to explain it to this mofo, you know? Like, uh, and I'm like, okay, do you know the great library of Alexandria? He's like, yes, of course, but they burned it down. I'm like, well, this is what's happening. We're building another great library of Alexandria on something called Bitcoin, and nobody can ever fucking burn it down. So, yeah, I mean, TA and all that and calling out local cops is all great, but, like, um, I guess the experience that we had, um, like, building out the council, right? And what's happening is what we're trying to do is really opting to continue what we started to build for decentralized uh, ecosystems. And yes, it was so fucking challenging because we, we had various, various, various internal struggles. And it was a point where are we going to define ourselves by the value systems of decentralization and really build the council into this massive reservoir of relationship equity capital, liquidity, systems, uh, partnerships, uh, and raw fucking talent that is coming from within the community. And yes, we had to chop, uh, we had to act some heads off uh, or chop some heads off for sure. Uh, we had a raise, we decided on a raise for $2.4 million for Toshi Pad. And then we obviously had this internal civil war where like, fuck it, some of us want to go full on decentralized. And obviously the decentralized camp won because um, at least I was one of one of the spearheads to decentralize. And uh, yeah, fuck, watch the community stepping up. Like I need a coder, he's there. I need a fucking front, front end, it's there. I need a research analyst, it's there. And I mean, where do I start, guys? Like, I know you guys all want updates. I'm super bullish, 2x on the council, awesome stuff. Um, but yeah, it's a reminder, like what we're doing, what we're building right now is a reminder that the council is an ordinals movement and anybody is fucking welcome to build within our DAO. So what have we done over the last few weeks? Obviously we've restructured everything and we've purged a lot. So the original members are still there. The, the, the proponents and the warriors for a fair distribution and decentralization and building forward value to the community. So we've entirely restructured the DAO, struggle, the, the DAO setup or quote unquote DAO setup. Uh, we've aligned incentives uh, to create max value from the executives or the guys actually involved in the daily. And we've also kind of aligned incentives for the community. So the community is now a direct shareholder in the progress or in the council. 
is a very complex structure. Quite frankly, one of our amazing council members, Mudra, uh, former founding member of uh, CultDAO, guy's a genius. Put together a very complex structure that I still quite don't understand. Uh, but essentially, you're holding CNCL, you're holding uh, a yellow PFP, that is an entire that is allowing you to be part of the incentivization structure. Toshipad, Toshipad front end is done. Um, We're seeing a lot of these BRC twenty tokens pop. Yes, but I do foresee the future that there's going to be liquid, uh, there's going to be utility, and it's already happening. Um, you guys should check out BRC20.com, the .com token, sitting at around seven million dollar market cap building. Like these guys are DeFi. Beast from 2010, 2011, had a chat with them. We're in a partnership now. It might be looking good uh, through builders. Um, what else? Toshipad. Yes, the front end done and everybody's stepping up and we're building it out. No need for treasury money. No need for fucking VCs. No need for any, mo any, any money. Literally entirely being built by the community. Anybody, anybody opens their mouth and asks for a salary, sorry, you're out. You're either an open contributor to the space, as you guys can see, everything's like open source code, right? Like you gotta be, you gotta be contributing. Don't ask what you can get from the council or ordinals, ask what you can give. And that's kind of the, the mindset. And why? Where's the incentive to do that? Well, building legacy, man. Like again, don't you wanna tell your kids that you're building the great library of Alexandria, you know? Two, uh, three, I mean, look, we didn't disappear. We were always here. Just sometimes you gotta do clean house, you know, every spring and it's gonna happen. Um, on the day of our public mint, we got uh, the uh, Ordon's wallet guys, their Twitter got hacked to much to our uh, uh, misfortune. And then, uh, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, half the council kind of like, got kicked, got purged out. Um, yeah, that, that's all, so that's all clear. Uh, we're gonna be, we're doing an Xverse integration to relaunch the public mint that's happening super, super soon. And uh, yeah, over the last few months, you know, I had the pleasure of, you know, being in the Ordnance Summit in Singapore, meeting Domo, chilling with all the builders and all the guys, some of the most fabulous people you'll see in your life. And it was just, just great vibes and, um, what was I saying? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, from there on, from from Singapore, we had the pleasure of also meeting Animoca, supporting them as a council. You know, it's one of their subsidiary projects uh, that I grew very fond of. Uh, very good friends with the founder Ben Sharbet, uh, CEO of Darewise. Awesome, awesome guy. Really legendary. This guy is just a genius, uh, cooking up stuff um, in the Bitcoin gaming space. So yeah, we helped them get a little bit acquainted. Uh, it's just been like good relationship building, good vibes, uh, you know, trying to empower as many people in the space as we can. So with the last one, which I'm kind of excited about, and you know, obviously say it and you manifest it, declare it and it happens kind of thing. Uh, we want to try to build uh, kind of a, let's call it a fund, but like a, 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 a liquidity base to support and empower 
our hackat our council hackathons, our council grants academy, uh, a fund that kind of kind of kind of, is an early stage kind of investor incubator of infrastructure projects. Uh, we have we've been getting so many calls from like PE funds and VCs and oh yeah, I heard you're building on Bitcoin and you're doing this, look, we're interested. Uh, so that's where the idea came from. And like, we've got commitments lined up and we're thinking, okay, so we divert that money from, you know, not Toshipad, like we'll just start investing in, in uh, cause we're, we're, we come from VC backgrounds. I think four or five of us on the council are like, are, come from investment incubation acceleration background. So that's an idea that's being cooked in the back burner, but again, it's a lot of fucking moving parts and it's a big ambition and uh, everybody's gonna benefit. I've, I've, you know, I've said it since March. I think it was April or May when we launched our, our CNCL token, but I was saying this in March, you're either in this ecosystem, you're either providing capital or you're providing tech. Like, uh, otherwise you're just, you know, I mean, digital art is very cool and it's awesome and it's, obviously part of that cultura for ordinals, right? Uh, but there is more to be done and it's a very ambitious roadmap. But look, uh, I think a lot of people like, like my DMs are literally like blowing up. Everybody wants to work. Everybody wants to like, how can I help? How can I be a part of this? So there's a lot to be organized. And I think from a council perspective, we're getting organized. Uh, but also from an ecosystem perspective, you know, that's if there's more organization, more onboarding, more education would be fantastic. So, uh, oh, damn guys, I apologize. Did I go on for this long? Shit. <laughs> no, you're good, man. Um, couple questions though. And, and, uh, for the people in the audience, uh, you know, raise your hand if you have a question for Serge and the council. Um. So number one, you know, I, as you know, you know, Chizzy and myself, like when we first started our show, you know, we're very grateful that that the council was able to give us, you know, our, our very first like big project interview. And um, we are appreciative of that. With that being said, you know, as time went on, it seemed like there was a lot of communication to the community from the council initially. And that started to slowly fade a little bit in and out. Um, were you starting to at one point before you or not you but like the council altogether decided to go decentralized did you start to realize hey look maybe we have all this talent on the council but there might be too many cooks in the kitchen was that one of the issues that you, you guys were dealing with uh no not at all actually not at all it was just it's it's hard to motivate um like it, it, it's in, it, in the beginning right what we did was there was that first that if you guys remember, I was inscribing uh, like sub 10K in Jan, Feb, early February, where we were like trading Bitcoin punts in the alleyways of discords and shit. But it was so much fun. Um, during those days, uh, like the that first euphoria was there on Ordinal. So everybody jumped in and like we quickly put this, uh, you know, community together and a brand together. And it was it was just so much fun. And the Chinese community went apeshit as well. Like they're all backing us up too. My, our lovely Chinese uh, community members are just so resourceful. Um, but yeah, sometimes when there's no incentivization structures in play for that DAO, 
it's hard to get people to continue to work in a bear market while you're kind of like battling little little fires everywhere um so yeah look man it was just an experiment it's like it's a long experiment uh you try stuff they don't work you recalibrate you go you go at it again um and people like it's crazy like you and a big shout out by the way to amalia if she's on the phone like when amalia by the way amalia is the uh, ceo of mirai capital uh she's an early bitcoin miner uh she's heading uh the due diligence uh for toshi pad she's involved uh, together uh with me on the council bitcoin fund she's an insane connector a true bitcoinist like at heart so when you when you onboard people like amalia and amalia just shows so much leadership and initiative like you don't need to tell amalia what to do and amalia tells kind of like we amalia's just working and we're all working so it's it's the mistake i guess initially was that we made we onboarded too many hyped influencers uh kind of kind of I, I, you know like like the uh yeah just like trending the hype you know like just uh, riding that wave and then there was some some didn't have as much input as they needed to and so that's kind of we're, we're focused now on the self-starters, the self self-starting leadership, and it's proving to be a lot of work. Mudra's just phenomenal, absolute genius. He's probably one of the highest IQ people I've met. Um, Amalia, same. Uh, Zam is an operational beast. Uh, Zach, um, uh, my other partner, Zach and Nick from Zoji Labs, uh, on another level strategy of. Yeah, so we're at it, guys. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm chilling. I'm good. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, um, you know, uh, thank you for that explanation, kind of breakdown of what that was like, right? And, and now that you guys have gone decentralized, right? So that is the official uh, kind of operation, right? Is is that correct? Yeah, yeah, fully, fully, fully decentralized, fully decentralized. Gotcha. Uh, want to build something get the resources from the from the massive reservoir of the community gotcha gotcha okay so you know you have the pfp launch that you're going to relaunch and on experts that you mentioned and then also the toshi pad has been mentioned i've seen it actually on my timeline as well so in terms of those two projects right um the community have kind of they you know, excited about it, right? Toshipad, the UI looked very sleek. You, you know, even gave us a little preview of it and it, it looked awesome. So my question is, is like, what, who can the community, I guess, because look, at the end of the day, let's be transparent. Like the community wants to be able to hold somebody or something accountable, right? So who would they be able to hold accountable to be able to say, okay, you know, these projects, this PFP project, this uh, launch pad was supposed to be launched or is going to be launched. Who can we look to for that, you know, in terms of dates and stuff? Yeah, so look, that's a beautiful question. And these are like all political operational systems that we are currently experimenting with. It's been such a blast to really like play with this uh, and seeing what works and what, what, what doesn't from a processes and systems perspective. Uh, yeah, look, again, uh, we're moving with energy rather than timelines and fifth dates. We're moving with the, with the energy of things. 
uh, again, it's it's you know you you have to be surrounded by those that believe in the in your value systems and they want to go the same direction you want to go. So once once that there's unity in the message and unity in behavior and action, you will see results. So we're trying it this way now, rather than having a lot of divided opinions. I feel like my, we know which direction we want to go. Building forward value again to the community, fully decentralized. See how it goes, and we're, we're we have a lot of motivated people. So to answer your question in a way, who do you want? I mean, look, the, it's the chat's open. One of us eventually always answers. We're always there. Um, Amalia's there. I'm there. But we're hoping, like, okay, I don't want to put my stick my foot up. <laughs> Sorry, but like, we're looking for hopefully for the uh, pub relaunch, I'd say, or the grand launch. Uh, look, guys, Elon Musk fired a couple of rockets. They failed too. Okay, so <laughs> shit happens. <laughs> but uh, hoping for uh, three weeks to a month. Uh, three weeks, I think, for for the re public uh, relaunch, and then uh, we're hope we're putting a f you know the the structure of the fund and all that, and the structure of the council itself, where we're aligning value flows and incentives. That's going to take, I think, another few weeks, very, very complex. Uh, I say Bitcoin Council Fund uh, early Q1 next year, um, Toshi Pad, uh, I think close to 30 days, I think we should have something out, what with very, very innovative features that uh, are just absolutely incredible. And I, and I am under strict strict uh, uh, kind of like confidentiality here, and I can't share what these innovative features of the launch pad are. But yeah, guys, uh, tons of stuff. And it's like the partners that we're gonna be working with down the road, that's equally very exciting. And I'm talking about giants among giants. So we'll see, man, like, I don't wanna over talk shit and just like one day at a time and I'm, I'm loving the vibe so far. So that's it. Gotcha. Well, man, um, Serge, you know, um, we, we definitely appreciate you coming up here on stage and, you know, breaking down like what's been going on. I think that's very important, you know, to be transparent and we appreciate that. And, you know, I hope the community does as well. Um, it seems like you guys are, are, you know, restructuring and refocusing and um, hopefully we can see some, some of the, the products and the Toshi pad uh, being released here in the next month or so. And, yeah, I think it's a, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what, what that's going to be like. So we, we want to build something like we want to build something that if one of us dies, the, uh, the show goes on, you know, processes and systems are in play where the show goes on. Somebody just picks up and you know, continues to build from where we stopped. And that's what's happening. It's just been beautiful. Look, man, summer, that summer. Like one of our council members, and you know, I, I don't want to get into the whole story of it. I'm, I'm very fond of him. You know, he's a nice guy. Worked with him. Uh, he he's a huge, huge, huge celebrity in Poland. The guy has like 20 million followers. He walks on the street. You know, paparazzi, all that stuff. Got accused of some something. You know, as a celebrity, I don't know. He was hashed. It was like Poland hashtag me too. I I hope you know everything works out for him. All the best but that was kind of like also a moment where like okay shit uh, everybody was kind of like a little bit kind of taken back and you know morale shit happens as a, as a general sometimes you have to come in and you have to breathe that you, know, you 
uh, fresh air into into the ecosystem and things pick up back again and hopefully with the markets being bullish you know, and the uh, incentivizations and motivations are there gotcha so um you know one thing i did notice and and i, I appreciate this i i'd pop into the council's uh discord and and tg um, is that you would um, periodically come back in yourself and, and be transparent of, hey, look, this member is exiting or this member is, you know. And it seemed like maybe some of these members outside of yourself, not calling any names out or anything, but maybe they've lost a little bit of faith in the space a little bit just here and there, right? Is that something that you feel like the council has, or I guess, have they been kind of, woken up those other entities or those other people have they said okay well maybe i was wrong about that um i don't know if you can speak on that at all did i did i rug guys no you're, you're good i hear him fine gotcha 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 maybe surge rug here um all right. Well, uh, appreciate you, Serge. Um, I'm not sure if you can hear me or not, but uh, appreciate you spending time up here explaining the situation. Um, let's go ahead and move the conversation over to OG Satoshi's. He is another guest of ours and um, got something building on that end. Um, if you wouldn't mind explaining what you guys are, are cooking and just kind of explain what you're all about to the audience here. Yeah, for sure. Good morning. Um, thanks for having me up on here. I'm happy to talk about OG Satoshi's and what we got uh, going on here. So uh, we are dropping a new collection, um, and they're actually on the 450X uh, Block 9 sats. Uh, so pretty exciting stuff. Um, they're the oldest sats in circulation. Um, so the only other sats that, that are earlier are, are literally in Satoshi's wallets. So it's a pretty cool thing. Um, they're also mined by Satoshi. And so uh, just like a cool uh, historical kind of provenance collection thing that, that we got going on. Um, we also have parent-child inscription, so uh, one of the first to do that, uh, which is basically just like a cool way you can, you can consider it. Um, inscriptions can have parent and child. Uh, just basically it, it connects inscriptions on chain is just another way to think of that. Um, so we have our old co collection connecting to our new collection. Uh, we got some new sats, some new artwork that kind of portrays uh, a story. So uh, we just got some fun things going. Um, we actually have a pre-sale right now. Um, it's extremely cheap uh, for for the first 50. I think we have like 30 out of 50 filled. Um, price right now is 0 0.0069. Um, next week on Magic Eden Launchpad, uh, it'll be 0 0.01 or above. We haven't really figured out the, the exact number there, but um, I mean, it's it's just an exciting time. Uh, so we got the pre-sale this weekend. And, and yeah, so that's that's kind of what we got going on and OGs. Um, just a real, real big community project on uh, just focused entirely on community, um, culture, transparency, uh, we always keep people, everyone informed, you know, good or bad. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's kind of what we are, what we represent. And, yeah, thanks for inviting me up on here. And good morning. Yeah, no problem, man. Um, appreciate you, um, you know, 
explaining what you guys are doing there. Um, I, I, so these, these have been inscribed, inscribed for a while, right? Cause I, I feel like I've seen these on, um, or.io or is this something that's new completely? No, that's a good question. So, um, we actually inscribed 110 back in July. Uh, OMB beat us like by a month to um, inscribe on Nakamoto sats, but I mean, we're still really early there on those first 110. Um, about a month ago, we, we added on to those 110, so we added 310. Uh, we added new art, same collection, um, and out of that 310 that we added, we airdropped 304 uh, for free. Um, so that was between holders, uh, random builders, collabs, um, and that was within the last like three or four weeks. And so um, this new collection is actually just a, a completely different thing. Um, they're on these new oldest impossible, you know, circulation sats. Uh, we got new art. Um, so it's just a, a completely different thing. We've inscribed, I think, about 60 so far. Uh, we had... <laughs> It's kind of unfortunate. So um, how it works is you, you queue them up. So we don't, first of all, we don't use recursion. Um, so we do like the old school pure way, which, which, basic, which basically means you're taking uh, the entire PNG image and you're inscribing it onto an individual sat. So rather than like recursion right now, which uses, uh, it's more like you inscribe traits and then you use like ordinal viewers to compile an end image. Uh, we do like the old school method with it, which is just uh, inscribing the entire image onto the sat. Um, and so, uh, and so, yeah, so um, we, we've inscribed about 50 so far. Um, it's, it's pretty expensive to do it the normal way. Um, recursion, you would save about 90% fees. Uh, so, we're trying, I mean, we're really trying to avoid recursion because we, I mean, if we're creating something and it's going to be on chain forever, I just don't want my art to be like relying on any outside sources. Um, I'm sure it's no big deal, uh, but I just want to put out the most pure art I can. Um, and so, yeah, we have about 50 inscribed. We're, we're doing this pre-sale to get a little bit more uh, funds just to reduce the risk on mempool right now. Uh, because, I mean, if, if you know about inscribing, it's just, it's all mempool fees and gas fees. So um, that's the plan right now. Um, we got 50 in pre-sale right now. We're, we're launching uh, some on Magic Eden next week. And um, yeah, so that that's our plan right now. Gotcha. Awesome, man. Could you elaborate a little bit on um, when you said you don't necessarily want to go to recursion because you don't want to rely on any outside sources? Um, do you mean by like, uh, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm not, not really quite getting what you mean by that. Could you, could you elaborate on that? Yeah, for sure. So uh, recursion, how that works is rather than, so recursion does not inscribe the entire PNG image onto the sat. Um, so when you think about inscribing, you think, okay, I have my picture, I have my sat. Inscribing is taking that picture and putting it onto the sat, which which is where it's going to live on the blockchain. Um, recursion, rather than inscribing the whole image, 
you inscribe basically at a trait level, and then you use code to basically compile the end image, which then produces you know the image that you're looking at. Um, so it's it's kind of a different method. Recursion is really cool. You can do some really cool things. Um, but personally, I just I don't want my art to be relying on on outside sources or any viewers. I just want to uh, inscribe the most pure way I can. Um, I want the whole image inscribed on the sap. Um, and so we're I mean, that's why we haven't inscribed all 450 right now, because the mempool is just crazy and it's crazy expensive. So uh, we're hoping over the next two weeks or maybe just week or even this weekend uh, to reach like a 40 VPS rate or 50. Uh, then we can start shooting some more off. Um, does that answer your question on recursion or? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm in, I, you know, I have a pretty, I, I feel like decent understanding of recursion, but I guess I was thrown off because when you said that relying on an outside source, but I think I get what you're getting at. You'd rather have each owner have that, that actual PNG on the Satoshi they own versus a reference to the original, right? Yep, exactly. I'd, I'd rather just have the whole image inscribed as a whole rather than, and when I say outside sources, it's really just the ordinal viewers. Um, I just don't want to rely on any ordinal viewers to produce the end image. I'd rather just have the end image as a whole inscribed, basically. Gotcha, man. Gotcha. Thanks yeah. for answering that. And that I feel like that that topic of conversation kind of got some people uh, uh, wanting some questions here. So let's go ahead and go first to uh, Prism. You have your hand up first, then we'll go to Danny, and then we'll go down the line. Go ahead, Prism. Morning, guys. Sorry, I'm at the gym. A little out of breath. Sorry. Um, yeah, I think it's cool to 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 um, you know want your your holders to have the true art uh, instead of recursion. Um, but what I would say is the the other part of that. Um, if recursion no longer works, then that means ord no longer works. So it's like it's it's already all gone uh, anyway uh, because it is built into ord. So I understand what you're saying as far as like you know keeping. Uh, you know, wanting them to have the image, I think that's really, that's great. Uh, but I just wanted to clarify, like, recursion dies, that means Ord's dead. Yeah, um, great, great point, Prism, great point. Um, let's see, I think Danny, you were up next. What's up, Danny? Hey, everybody, GM, GM. Um, maybe a, a small take regarding this uh, specific topic maybe it helps you guys still look into recursion because i love that shit and uh, i do understand what you mean relying on 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 uh, external sources and by that it's the actual inscription uh, let's say id this is what you may think of like when you have when you do recursion you need to specify all the ids that uh, compose the image and then you have the compiler and the deployer, and all these are static files that get inscribed. But um, when you put the PNG or the JavaScript file that renders that image, it's the same thing because the end result, the user has uh, UTXO that through the Ordinals uh, Explorer uh, references the original inscription because that does not get passed along. So the UTXO is just a reference to the original 
a file, whatever that is. It, it doesn't matter if it's a PNG or a JavaScript file. And uh, doing it like this saves you a lot of uh, fees, and the fees are crazy right now. And um, there's not much difference besides this. So you will just, uh, this is just my take on it. So just take what's useful, and if I'm talking shit, ignore it. Uh, but you will just spend more on inscribing uh, full PNGs, and the end result would be exactly the same. And uh, it, this is why recursion is uh, awesome. And um, viewers, how will people be able to see what they have in their wallet? So right now, ordinals is a convention that people use to number these uh, uh, the, the fun stuff that we are all playing on. And they just show the, the file, the contents of the file, whatever that file is. And if, for instance, the inscription that the user gets is a um, simple UTXO with just a bit of a HTML that then builds up the entire image versus the PNG, it's the same thing when it comes to rendering on their wallets because th they will need a place to have this have that, uh, let's say, artwork, right? So um, when when they look into their wallet, if, uh, if it's X-Force or Unisatic or not, they would still see wherever that UTXO points to. So if it's a full PNG or a recursive uh, PNG, they will st still use the same technology and the same logic to render it. So in this respect, I do think you guys would save a lot of fees and right now they're not plenty to go around so uh, <laughs> uh, for instance let me give you a, a, an example when we and i'm gonna share some news and details later on but i don't want to monopolize and just give you a, a visibility when we inscribed the traits for vampires it was back in august it cost us like 5k right if we were to do the same thing right now it would cost us like the same thing with recursion no full pngs full pngs would be uh hand and a limb and i just have two of them uh it would cost us more than 90k to do the exact same thing so uh, just think on that uh, because uh, or or if you want to sell your lambo or you have three kidneys or whatnot uh, <laughs> it's up to you no, for sure, for sure. That's a good point. And I feel like, you know, I don't want to shit on recursion too much because, I mean, it's it's a new thing. And with fees right now, a lot of people are doing it. And and like you're saying, it's there's zero difference in the end. I mean, in the actual image, like how it gets viewed, it's all the same. I just would much more, you know, I'd just rather pay more money and inscribe it the most pure way I can if this is gonna be on uh, the chain forever. And that's, regardless of everything, I, I, you know, I'm, it's literally 90, I'd save 90% in fees if I did recursion. It's, it's significant in the savings, but I just, it doesn't feel right to me, to be honest. Um, I just want my chain and my art on chain forever. Like even a hundred years from now, I want, as many little things to affect that that output file as possible. And I think right now, if I inscribe the entire image onto the stat, well, then I'm set. And yeah, you know, if like you're saying, 
ordinal viewers go down. You know, there's also a couple of them. So one goes down, the other one should be fine. So, I, you know, we're talking about something that probably won't ever, ever happen, ever. Because like you said, you know, if, if it go, goes down, then everything's screwed. But I still would much rather pay a little bit more um, to to get it the most pure way I can. And that's just really what it comes down to. I'd rather just have the whole image together as one um, onto each individual status one. Um, and so I don't want to come up here and, and shit on recursion because like I said, there's a lot of projects that use it. It, it doesn't really affect in end image too much. Like if you're on Magic Eden, it's going to all look the same. But um, that's just honestly where I'm at uh, with everything. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, if fees, I mean, if fees don't go down, like if it, like, like I said, so we submitted one at uh, 30 VPN. So we got really unlucky. We submitted like 62 in a row. Only 50 got executed before the mempool jumped up from 30 to whatever it is. And, and it hasn't dropped down to 30 cents. This was like a week and a half ago. Um, and so, so yeah, I mean, right now we're just playing the waiting game. We'll probably submit it at 50, hopefully, you know, maybe this weekend or Thanksgiving if it drops down. But if it doesn't, then then maybe we are forced to, uh, you know, search on recursion. But right now that's kind of our, like, last case scenario. Um, but we do have the funds to cover that uh, where we don't have the funds right now with the current mempool fees uh, the other way. So uh, there's a lot of, you know, uh, considerations, factors so that's going into all this. Um, and so, and either way, we're going to have, so we're launching like 100 or 50 or 100 on Magic Eden next week. Um, and so we will make sure we have enough for that regardless. Um, but that's where we're at right now. Worst case, we will do recursion, but trying to avoid it, to be honest. Yeah. And, and you know, the thing is, is that I don't think people think that you're shitting on recursion i think it's all about perspective right and and what you and your project and your community wants because you know the, what might work for somebody else just because that's what you like more might not work for the, the next you know so the like the ordinal community is all about embracing what is like artistic value uh that's relative to each individual in my opinion and so, um, yeah, you got to respect what, what the project founder likes and what the community likes. And that's what I think everybody is doing here. We're just having, like, uh, I think, technical conversations about it. And um, we're going to continue that with uh, Knox. He had his hand up next, and then uh, we'll move over to Dogfather. Go ahead, Knox. Hey, guys. Thanks. Uh, well, first of all, I just wanted to say I don't appreciate you shitting all over recursion. Um, absolutely horrible for the state. Don't even get me them. started on animal JPEGs. Those are next. <laughs> um, listen, no, I, you know, I was just going to tell, you know, I, I think this is a really interesting conversation and one that comes up quite a bit. Um, I think Danny put it really eloquently. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, simply, I, I, you know, my personal opinion with this stuff is that, uh, uh, you know, PNGs, JPEGs, all that other stuff, they're all just ones and zeros as well that your computer is reading. Um, it's code, um, you know, and it just shows up because of that. Um, so, I, you know, I don't see why recursion should be viewed any differently. It's, it's, it's also code. Um, 
But, um, you know, I obviously, you know, appreciate, uh, uh, you know, everyone's personal opinions. But, uh, you know, my, my personal is I, I, I think that this is the kind of thing that is going to make the space in general much more accessible. Um, and, you know, we're going to run into a lot more, you know, issues like what we're having right now with just extremely high fees and, and you know, have, like not being able to, uh, you know, do anything like in the position that you are. And, you know, using pixel art as well, uh, I, I would say that, uh, you know, something that even is more interesting with recursion is that you can, you know, create SVGs out of them and make them infinitely scalable. And, um, you know, I, I would I, I would seriously reconsider what, what you're saying um, because there's a lot of benefits that go even beyond, uh, you know, just the fact that it's a cheaper fee. Um, so, I, you know, that was just my little two cents. Um, obviously, appreciate what you're doing. I got uh, OG Satoshi as well that you guys sent me. Um, so, uh, dope stuff. Yeah, awesome take, Knox. Um, appreciate that uh, feedback there and take. Um, all right, so we're going to go to Dogfather. He had his hand up last here and um after dog father we will move on to the next speaker but go ahead dog father hey guys so hope you have a very nice saturday i'm just warming up warming the seat here for trevor until he's showing up i, I wanted to have uh, a ninja on stage so i don't have much to say other than huge respects to og satoris i mean they were like sending out uh their valuable assets to many people including me so really thanks a lot for that and I also like to see, you know, different opinions. I mean, they like to do the raw versions or the OG way to inscribe, you know, the raw PNG. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, in my point of view, I also can really understand how why people use recursion. So it's all these benefits. But if you call yourself OG, maybe you just do the OG version. That's that's completely fine. If if you guys pay the fees, I mean, <laughs> you know, we we don't mind. Um, I, I like these super technical things like OCM as well, but I mean, if you want to do this OG thing, uh, I think people also can fully understand that. So yeah, just all the best for, for the drop and uh, the pre-sale, really looking forward to what you're doing. Awesome, man. Hey, I appreciate, appreciate that. Thank you for saying that. It means a lot, so awesome. All right, OG. Um, can you, uh, one, one more time, just go over the drop details? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's actually in the pins right now. Um, we have 50 total spots that we're doing right now before Magic Eden uh, next week. Uh, Pre-sale is like a 30% discount. Uh, it's like 250 bucks or something, so 0 0.0069 Bitcoin. Um, and yeah, so just uh, we're doing it in Discord right now. If you want to come through and, and snag a pre-sale spot, um, we'd love to have you. So thanks for having me on here. Um, and if anyone has any other questions, we'd be, we'd be happy to answer them right now. Um, but yeah, thanks again. And uh, really enjoy this space. So I'll be coming back here. Um, so appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate having you on stage, man. Uh, Shizzy had, I think, one last question for you. Uh, it's kind of a statement. Um, in the beginning, you called him Satoshi. Uh, it hurt my stomach, bro. <laughs> I, 
I think if you have a consensus for calling him Satoshi Nakamoto, but I respect the you know the way you say it. But I, if I didn't say anything, I would I would regret it. <laughs> I honest to God, I said I won't say anything, but it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, you made me actually lose my train of thought from saying that just now. <laughs> um, I'm okay. sorry, man. It bothers me. It bothers me so much. <laughs> All right, so uh, who's playing college football today? No, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, so uh, next up on the list here, um, do we have KP Moonkey on stage, or did they did he bounce out? I think he bounced out. Yeah, I don't see him. Okay, okay. He told uh, he will not cover that uh, coffee project, but. He's also in uh, OJ Satoshi's team, so he he puts Got his founder to go on. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I also want to welcome uh, Benny to the stage as well as Tosio. Um, you know, they they both are really big presences in the Ordinal MBRC twenty space. Um, I want to actually, I'm going to pass it over to Tosio first, and then we'll get to Benny. Tosio. Um, how have you been doing, brother? I know that you have been doing a lot of collaborations and partnerships and stuff like that. Uh, tell what you can tell. Um, stage is yours. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Yeah, I was actually uh, waiting on you guys to start the spaces earlier. I think I woke up around 4 in the morning. Yeah, because, uh, you know, the spaces that you guys usually host is something that I look forward to every weekend just because, you know, I, I get to meet different and amazing individuals in the space, you know, different builders. So for me, uh, you know, as much as uh, I hate to share details just because, uh, you know, it feels redundant, in, at least for me. And I just have a feeling that uh, it's better to, uh, what do you call this? for other builders to have their own spotlight instead of me. Because <laughs> I just uh, prefer, you know, having them uh, share their insights you know, on their own spotlight. But uh, yeah, I guess I can share as minimal as possible. Uh, let's see. So I'm looking to, yeah. So there's gonna be a space on Tuesday. So that's why there, there there's a date that we pinned on our Bitcoin Wales page, uh, it's going to be an important space, I would say, to those who were listening in that ordinal show with, at, I forgot which day was that, I think it was Wednesday. I think that's where I actually dropped the alpha on what what's going to happen on, on Tuesday, basically. It's a, it's a big partnership that we've been working on for quite some time now. I saw Nakib earlier, so that's why, uh, yeah. I thought of coming in, and also I saw Knox in prison. So you know, I haven't spoke with these guys for a while now. How are you doing, Knox? Yeah, it's been a while, and also Doge Father here, here as well. So yeah, Doge, that, that's Doge, just. Uh, let, me, let me just cut in real quick because uh, yeah, it's good yeah. to talk to you, man. It's been a little bit, and I, I feel like you're way too modest. Um, you're a fucking legend, and uh, you know, Wami, let's fucking go. Whales are going crazy. It's well deserved, and obviously you've been working really hard, and it's paying off. So. It's it's happening, man. Uh, be a little more uh, not modest. You're you're killing it, dude. Honestly. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I'll try to 
see you guys in Miami. Are you going to Miami? Because for me, I want to really, yeah, I want to go. I just hope that it doesn't hit a certain appointment. That's important for me as well. <laughs> Personally, no, I, I can't make it this year. But uh, I know Counterfeit, Prism, their whole team is going to be there. So they're going to be doing some cool stuff. For sure, for sure. And uh, yeah, I, I just look forward to to see you guys in Spaces on Tuesday too. Uh, it's going to be amazing. Uh, I would say it's going to be historical. Nobody has done it before. That's all I can share for now. You go VNCZ. And also Kimi Boy, thank you for having this space. Yeah, no problem, man. And um, yeah, I agree with not. You know, um, right now I think is a okay time for you to kind of stick your chest out a bit. Um, whales have been doing very well, no pun intended. Um, but, uh, you know, excited to see that. And um, I know that you have some big, big stuff uh, that's, you know, you got coming out but you got to hold it a little bit close to the chest right now. Uh, we're excited about it. So we will look out for that, that space. Can you put the details? Can you pin the details about that space? Cause definitely uh, speak. Yeah. Speaking of that, speaking of that, I'm going to post the details on Monday, perhaps on a good morning post with regards to the time, but uh, I can tell the time right now. Uh, it's going to be 7:30 AM PST. So it's quite early to some people. Oh, that's not that's not early for me. I wake up at five a.m. Central, so. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely be listening in. So you guys, uh, you know, that's uh, what nine a.m. Central, ten a.m. Eastern, on uh, you said Tuesday, right? Yeah, Tuesday. Okay, perfect. Well, appreciate um, you know you just speaking in general, and appreciate you joining our space as always. You are always welcome up here, just like any of the other speakers on stage and um, any people in the audience too. Um, if you ever want to get on stage, then you know, just raise your hand and you'll get up here. Um, all right. So let's, let's, let's pass it over to uh, Mr. Benny from track. He uh, has joined us this morning. Some pretty big news. Uh, I, I feel like day after day with tracks ecosystem, you know, with, with the whole tap and uh, bitmap uh, tokenizations and stuff like that. Could you give us a, a, I guess, a summary uh, rundown of what what's new? Um, but I have a feeling that you're gonna give us an update on the Ord, uh, like client and some some bad news or something, because that's what you always start off with. I'm just kidding. Um, go uh, go ahead though. Um, the stage is yours. Hey, how are you doing? Thank you for having uh, me. Uh, yeah, no bad news actually. Um, I'm I'm more or less um, slowly uh, going stealth. Like our development, a lot has been in the last couple of weeks uh, about um, yeah dealing uh, with uh, with uh, increased uh, exposure to new uh, community members that had plenty of questions. Uh, there was a lot going on, uh, insane community increase, basically, but also a lot uh, was around um, uh, continuing on setting up uh, the, the, the track company, the track entity, uh, and, and things like that. So from, from a technical point of view, there is, uh, to be honest, not that much uh, what was happening, except uh, a lot of read-up, a lot of uh, especially... Uh, Upcoming changes and additions uh, to to, um, to to the to the odd wallet and things like that. 
funny enough, uh, that's actually uh, a, a nice uh, anecdotal story here with uh, with Yip, Yip Token on Tap Protocol. I uh, was putting out like many, many weeks ago an example for uh, Tap Protocol's token off function, right? Uh, was a demo in in the in the um, in the track Discord uh, was basically a bot, you know, and uh, and it would uh, uh, it would basically return uh, GIP tokens based on the sets amounts that you were sending, right? So people, developers uh, especially, they could try that out how the protocol token off of works, and it, it said please, 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 please do not send uh, too many sets, right? Um, uh, was big and bad there, of course. Didn't happen at some point, and because an alpha group uh, discovered that somehow, it was laying, just laying dormant there, and people were trying it out peacefully. Um, that, that are uh, developing uh, um, on the on the on the tap endpoints, and uh, then suddenly uh, these guys came, and they were like, uh, they were like minting that stuff. Yeah, but it's actually not a mint, right? It's 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 in the token issuance uh, example. And well, what then happened was uh, was total chaos, and uh, I, I I love chaos actually, so I had a lot of fun there. And um, and then um, moving forward, then suddenly a couple of days later, Ordinance Wallet then decided to uh, to support. Uh, uh, tap protocol and uh, they were instantaneously uh, uh, not instantly supporting uh, the GIP token and it has now an almost four four BTC seven day volume there and stuff like that like like out of sudden and the the absolute kicker is has been that <laughs> that Casey he was literally. Uh, it was literally imprinting uh, GIP tokens into the odd wallet source code because he, uh, as you know, he's uh, probably know um, uh, he he's hiding text inscriptions now as best as possible from uh, from uh, from from the Ordinance Com Ordinance Explorer uh, front page, just hiding, not not uh, not planning. And uh, and uh, there was so much going on with GIP that he uh, that he decided to. To make a filter there for GIP too, so GIP is then basically because of all because of this story, no part of the odd wallet source code uh, on par with Bitmap, on par with uh, with BSC20. You know, like it, uh, it's quite funny what what happened there. So it's actually uh, was actually especially uh, this week uh, pretty much a fun week. Yeah, yeah, a lot of excitement uh, updates. Um... You know, Ordinal's wallet supporting uh, TAP protocol tokens, I, I feel like was big in terms of uh, buying and selling. Um, do you feel like other uh, other exchanges are going to start to kind of jump on board with this trend or, you know, it depends on how the market yeah, goes? For, for sure. Um, I mean, uh, there's, as you know, there's... Uh, Santi's uh, tap uh, tap exchange um, is um, moving forward quite uh, quite nicely. The development um, I'm not actively developing uh, there, um, but but I got invited to to the team group just to to uh, to help out here and they have their questions right, and that's uh, that's Unisat level uh, what the guys are doing there. Um, cannot um, I would. Cannot overemphasize that, right? So, 
Uh, it's uh, very, very hyper-focused, laser-focused on CAP protocol. Uh, provides the uh, same or even more features than, than what you see on when Unisat started to support uh, BLC20s, uh, the initial marketplace. Um, only thing that's, of course, is lacking as uh, yet is uh, native, um, the native uh, TAP protocol support in, in wallets. But I had a brief discussion with... Uh, with Imzo Chris, um, you probably know him, and he's, he's having some some contacts there. And wants to to um, to push their support for uh, for different wallets to tap protocol too, because um, he's also uh, planning to, um, to 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 join basically the tap protocol ecosystem. There are a few more. I'm, I'm talking a lot with uh, with uh, creators also. Uh, in the background that are uh, very interested uh, and uh, many of them actually decided to go uh, with the TAP protocol instead of BLC20 uh, simply because of uh, because of its properties. Yeah, it's uh, it's make makes more sense for them um, depending on what they are doing, of course, uh, on the use case to go uh, to go with uh, TAP protocol, right? Um, yeah, so so that's that's more or less what's going on. And yeah, uh, of course, um, stuff going uh, in, uh, going on in, uh, with the pipe protocol. Uh, there are more and more builders uh, floating in, um, and uh, there are also uh, marketplaces now uh, showing up. Just yesterday, there's uh, I don't know what what this exchange was called. Sorry, because I didn't know it, but it was. Give me one second. Uh, where is it? One second, I almost have it. This is a huge list of, of DMs here that I have. It's really BTSE exchange. Yeah, they, they want to support type uh, and uh, tap. Uh, they will um, and track also. So they 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 are looking forward to to. To, to do a mega listing event there. So they, they are now looking at uh, listing track, then they are uh, looking on uh, supporting pipe, and they are looking at supporting tap protocol too, right? Um, so, and that's, that's uh, that clearly shows me that, that um, in general, different entities and people and projects are interested in, uh, in these ecosystems that derive uh, from track currently. Um, because simply because it solves problems to, for them <clears throat> and uh, and gives them uh, the utility um, utility no that gives them the possibility to uh, provide the utility that they are looking for. Awesome, awesome! So much stuff you just packed into uh, that update, and I appreciate that. Um, Timmy boy, you got a question? Oh, I have a uh, hundred questions, but okay. <laughs> Let's let's start uh, with uh, Ordinal's wallet. They don't use uh, top indexer. They sell because I want to list something just to try it. But you have to inscribe transfer if I'm correct. No, they. they uh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Continue. What's uh, no, the process? They, yeah, they they they, uh, they are using a track a track indexing for that. But still, you have to inscribe a transfer. Yeah, uh, that is, you have to do. Yeah. 
yeah, you, you have to inscribe transfers uh, in any way. It's just that that these wallets that support BRC20 just hide the facts from you. They do that in the background. So once this uh, the support uh, in in uh, for tap in the different uh, audience wallets is um, is happening, uh, would be the same way like with BRC20s. But um, to be frank, I don't think that's going to happen with Uniset, which is cool, which I'm fine with. Um, but it also gives uh, opportunities for other uh, wallet creators, um, you know, to um, to benefit uh, by uh, from that by supporting Tap Protocol. So, in at least in my world, there will be hopefully um, support soon, yeah, for the Tap for Tap Protocol tokens. Uh, in in other wallets and uh, it basically enables them to have a chance to participate uh, what's happening there too. If that takes too long, uh, in my opinion, and then I will just jump in and create a wallet for that. Yeah, hope that answers that question. That would be amazing. Yeah, oh. that's what would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say that'd be amazing. <laughs> Because I think a lot of us are tired of the uh, transferring uh, step, but um, you know we also know that it, it we're this early in the uh, ecosystem and infrastructure. So, um, but yeah. So um, uh, one more question for me. You know, you you have kind of, I guess, uh, built this this robust community. You can see it if you go to your Discord. Um, but a lot of your community is, is into runes, and then a lot of your community is into tap. Is there any type of rift between those two like protocols from your community? Is there any type of split or divide, or do they support each other? And they're saying, oh, you know, all of this. Uh, they, um, for the most part, they support each other, and uh, some of them they are poking each other. It's all in a friendly way. Of course, you have sometimes people that are new, right? They didn't. Uh, read, for example, um, the, from the series of, of Medium articles uh, that that Greg is now releasing uh, one uh, one by one. Um, but but the, those are usually helped quickly uh, to understand that this is not really a uh, that this is not really about competing uh, with each other. It's it's rather about um, fulfilling different use cases, right? Uh, for example, Pipe um, serves a different audience than. Uh, what tap protocol serves, right? So um, that that is a that is an understanding um, that's reflected in how civilized also the uh, people um, behave actually in that community. And that's uh, for what it is and how quickly it grows and how many people are active there. It's pretty great to see. Yeah? So I don't have the feeling uh, at all. There's a, there's some rift there, um, and it's rather um, sometimes even a rather friendly uh, competition there. You know, and that's exactly what what I'm looking for uh, for the for the broader space, right? Friendly competition is, is the best thing that can happen, right? But uh, competition by itself is also super important. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely team tap. <laughs> uh, I'm not a huge fan of pipe. I'm definitely hope that tap wins. So let's go tap. But I'm I'm very I'm very thankful for Origins Wild to really get in get in get into this. Um, it's actually awesome to see. For the first time, tap tokens are listed. I mean, we were mitting these in June, and it's been it's been a long journey, man. I'm just so happy to finally see it. And uh, yeah, yeah, I also fell off my chair too. Like I literally woke up to that. Uh, like I was thinking, okay, well, tap protocol is slowly booting right now, and then boom, audience wallet. I mean, that's how they're operating, right? Uh, you never know with, with them, and then suddenly, boom, uh, support and. Uh, 
Yeah, let's see what's coming next. Something interesting. Like, add a lot of joy this week, especially this week. Yeah, I definitely feel bad for Santiago and stuff because it's like that happened. But um, you know, some you know, it just is what it is, right? Um, the 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 uh, the ordinance wallet marketplace is 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 a general marketplace, and if you look at the details, um, how it's arranged uh, on ordinance wallet. Uh, each of these tokens is, is um, basically uh, a collection. Yeah, that that's how 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 their system works. Uh, that means they individually need they need to individually uh, uh, add uh, token support. Yeah, um, they really need to pick tokens. Yeah, specific tokens, uh, and uh, because they cannot or uh, currently they are not supporting uh, cross inscriptions, uh, they cannot list um, uh, dash tap for example. Right. So, and in, in that sense, I don't see it really like a uh, big issue there for Santi, simply because, um, like as I mentioned earlier, it goes uh, much further than than this because it's it's laser eye focused on supporting the the tap, <clears throat> the tap protocol. And as you know, tap protocol is not just about um, uh, it's not just about tokens. Yeah, uh, it's about uh, more than that. And uh, over time, uh, the tap tap exchange. Is gonna um, is gonna support each of these uh, bits and items. It was uh, Santi's plan from the get go, and uh, these generic marketplaces they won't be able to to keep keep up with this simply because they are uh, they are looking at uh, serving you know, the, like the broader space and they need uh, from their end um, their own framework to to allow that for them. They they cannot be that laser focused, right? Uh, as an example, you know Magic Eden, right? They tried that with BRC20s, yeah, and uh, they they put that down because there were issues back then <clears throat> um, with uh, with um, with double spends of, uh, because of the um, um, because the, the the inscription numbers went off, right? And since then, as to my knowledge, till now, uh, BRC20s are removed from there. So that shows you um, that it simply cannot um, afford to put to put too much. Uh, too much, too much work on something. Yeah, um, if it, if they don't have the incentive. While with Tap Exchange, the incentive is there to support the entire Tap uh, protocol <coughs> uh, range, right? So it's a different, um, it's a different beast, and therefore I'm, I'm not, not really concerned about that. Of course, in the beginning, I was also like, like I said, falling off my chair, and I think Santi uh, fell off his chair too because it came so unexpected. But um, after you know, thinking about it, um, it's actually cool that that, that that happened, especially for people um, that were waiting long to have this this, uh, this ability of, uh, and, and not to forget, um, uh, Rune X uh, shortly before started to support uh, Tap Protocol tokens too. So it, it's it's just not uh, it, it's just not the first time it happened. Uh, it's just that uh, how the way um, how how the how it goes right. There's demand, and there will be people that serve that demand. And if you look at it, you, it's good. You cannot control that, and it's supposed to work that way. I, uh, I, I guess, right? Yeah, you know, I actually think this could be a net positive for Tap Exchange in terms of uh, a major exchange. I mean, let's be honest. Ordinal's Wallet is one of the uh, what one of four major exchanges that we all use, right? Whether that's uh, Ordinal's or tokens or. Uh, names right so um the fact that they did that it's kind of a, a, a jump start and then um 
you know, so it, like I said, it could start that adoption uh, process. And then once tap.exchange is ready, it, it, it could just be looked at as the best user uh, UX for that protocol. But another thing I want to uh, touch on real quick because we do have some other speakers is I actually think that you know having these UTXO uh, protocols meta protocols uh, is good it's good um, and then because you have the inscription side the ordinal side protocols um, having these other type of protocols will be able to allow other people from outside of the Bitcoin ecosystem to say hey look I'm not late to this I can get in on this earlier or whatever and then they can jump into that. And so our ecosystem can grow. So um, that's just my two cents on it. But um, I, I'm going to pass it to Dante. But any final thoughts, Vinny, or anything on that? Uh, yeah, just just saying, like, um, th thank you for, for everyone who's, like, supporting, especially you OGs, um, what, what happened in tracks since May, and um, especially the... the, the the believers wouldn't have worked uh, with uh, without them. Uh, still, way to go, of course. I mean, uh, we have like here an at least three year plan, right? And um, and and looking forward uh, uh, to 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 go uh, to go with you and uh, within that uh, with that journey. Yeah, um, I'm 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 blown away like every week, uh, no matter if. if Things pump or dump, you know. Like I really don't care about that, to be honest. Uh, but it's great to see, and I'm thankful for these people that that uh, that that stay with track, with me, and keep supporting uh, the, the space and and its entire team. Awesome, awesome. Shizzy, go ahead, and then yeah, Dante. Yeah, I, I just want to say, Benny, um, you did a great job on the uh, Mark Jeffries hash rate. Um, I'm a huge fan of Mark Jeffrey. I've been for years. I've been listening to him. He was he was the Tallet's um, first interview. And I just want to say, man, you did a great job on that. Um, you really explained Tab really well, and everything. I mean, track and stuff really well. And it was it was really good. And um, I think that is really going to open things up to the people over on ETH because he's a huge ETH guy and stuff like that on, on Phantom and other chains as well. So that, I think that was really smart of you to go on that show. And I think you did a great job. Thoughts. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, I second that. I did, I did get to listen to that as well. Good job with that, Benny. Um, that that show will definitely, I feel like, uh, bring some attention to the space and track as well. But appreciate you, uh, Benny. I, I want to get it over to Dante. Um, he is, uh, I believe, the founder of Rune, Rune's X. Let me see. Is that, am I pronouncing that right? Rune X Tech. And I know what that is. I've seen it in the feed. Um, if you could kind of explain more in detail, because what it seems like is kind of a, a like a social peer-to-peer, -peer, almost like atomic swap type of situation with specific protocol tokens that you can put in. Um, can you break that down? And I'm pro I probably got that wrong. If you can explain that correctly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're pretty close. Um, well, first of all, GM everybody, uh, appreciate you guys having me up. Glad I could make it this time. Um, but yeah, as far as Runex, uh, it's been, it's been pretty crazy of a journey so far. We, we did not expect it to, to blow up at all. Like it has, uh, we just passed 11 K followers in like 40 days or something like that. And, you know, I have to, I have to give majority of the credit to 
to Benny on that one because, you know, the amount of support that he's he's given everybody that's building on, you know, whether it's caps, pipes, anything within the track ecosystem like benny's going to support you so if you're if you're a builder in the audience and you want to start something in the space highly recommend doing it in this realm um but yeah as far as brew next uh like you said it is a essentially a social exchange and the way that we like to describe it is uh uniswap meets friend pay so Right now, the the swapping part has released, so there will be, like, trading fees and whatnot, similar to Frentech, but currently it's just swapping. Um, But the way that it works is completely peer-to-peer, so that's where the social aspect comes in. Um, We don't rely on uh, any any indexers or, or any protocols. Um, essentially the way that it works is completely escrow based. So we kind of uh, took a big risk in making this product because it is completely different from any exchange on the market right now, like in pretty much every possible way that there could be. And and the the fundamental idea behind it and the motivation why we decided to, to go so different and build a platform that's uh, you know, really escrow-based is because of ordinals, right? Ordinals every week. And I know a lot of you have heard me say this before. Um, every week there's a new meta protocol on ordinals, and every time a new protocol is created, you got to, you know, create new indexers, and then those indexers have to be integrated into the marketplaces and tested. And there's always a ton of issues with that, you know, especially for those that are trying to be the first movers or move quickly. Um, so with Runex, we, we've essentially created an exchange that transcends the need for uh, relying on those sort of indexers to be perfect right off the bat. Um, and that's due to the escrow. So so basically the way that, that it works is our software um, currently supports Bitcoin or Ethereum. And uh, yes, each transaction is, is essentially like a three-way multi-sig, right? So you get the buyer, seller, escrow. And the only way that a transaction can finalize and the seller gets paid is if all three signatures are present. If any signatures aren't present, uh, a dispute can be opened, and then our support team will, you know, promptly resolve those. Um, so far, we've already had uh, probably like 500 transactions on the platform, and only two disputes so far. Um, and those are resolved in about like 10 minutes. So, yeah, it, so far it's been it's been running really smoothly. Um, it's you know, like I said, it was it was a risk sort of taking this approach with everything. And one thing is our, our exchange is pretty much essentially fully built within Discord, right? So that's one of the, the key features that we thought would be cool. Like, what if you could just trade crypto right in Discord and you didn't have to, uh, you know, you didn't have to leave the app. You could do it completely from your phone. 
or, you know, write in the chat, you know, as you're talking, talking with the homies in Discord, just make a trade right then and there. And, you know, so that was the, the concept there. And we had no idea if people would actually appreciate that UX or if it would be like clunky or anything like that. So we're, we're super, super excited to see that, you know, uh, people really, really enjoyed the user experience so far. And, uh, yeah, we definitely, definitely have a lot of feedback and a lot of improvements to make, but I think we're really starting off on a, on a good foot, you know, with the community and, and, and with the UX that, that we've created. Um, one thing that we've noticed too is since we've added the option to trade using Ethereum, um, a lot of people have chosen that option. So a lot of the, a lot of the Bitcoiners here aren't really Bitcoiners. They're, they they want to use ETH, but they just can't. <laughs> um, so that's been that's been interesting to see. Uh, one thing too is we've gotten requests for Solana and other blockchain integrations already as well, and that's that's one thing um, on our uh, on our roadmap and, and essentially with the the way that runex works like i said it, it basically transcends protocols so for us to go cross chain um, is just a matter of a, switching out a few lines of code and then we can have solana and other uh tokens integrated which is is pretty cool as far as you know scaling goes and, and taking things to the next level so um yeah that's pretty much the the brief overview like the platform is is super deep. There's a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of potential features and and updates and you know functionalities that we can create with the escrow system beyond just exchanging tokens. You know, you can have lending, you can have service providing, um, pretty much anything you can think that you would need a a middleman for. You know, we can do that within the platform, and this is all secured with our escrow system which also has an in built-in insurance system so escrow agents can provide insurance adding another layer of security and on top of that there's a an honor score so everybody using runex gets a an honor rating which is a, a pretty a pretty dope feature because basically what it does is it it tells you you know how much you can trust a person Right. So if they have 100 Bitcoin worth of honor, then you know that they're pretty much trustworthy on anything. And if they have zero honor, then, you know, maybe just go into it with a, a grain of salt if you if you want to trade with that person. Right. And so this is not only a good thing for, for trust and transactions, but something that we want to release to builders, too. So we really want to want to support builders uh, the same way. Benny and the track guys, you know, support everybody there. Uh, we want to release the honor system to the public. So anybody that's creating their own project can actually leverage that for, for various airdrops and whatnot. Um, and the reason I say that is because if somebody has a really good honor rating in Runex, you know that they're not just going to dump your token. You know, if you, if you do an airdrop or anything like that and you want strong holders, like, well, look no further than the people that have high honor rating because it's definitely not an easy feat to to obtain. Um, 
But yeah, so that's a brief overview. Like I said, it goes super, super, super deep. I see Kimmy, you have your hand up, and I'm, you know, I'm happy to answer any questions and kind of like see what what everyone's well, interested in. Before Kimmy asks that question, I, I want to ask: Is is this the X app? Because I feel like it, this is like the everything app. Cause it sounds super awesome, like with the the credit scores and the um, and the uh, uh, he stole this from Elon Musk. He's gonna be pissed. Um, you know, like all the uh, the the token swapping and stuff, but. Really quick, um, can you do a uh, you can do ordinal NFT uh, swaps with this, right? You can, but but not currently. So we've gotten quite a bit of requests on that too. So that's probably going to be next. Is is we'll support you know pipe art as well as tap art and ordinal NFTs. Uh, so yeah, I would expect expect us to start listing some some collections over the coming weeks. Awesome. Also, I think this is gonna be huge for the space because uh, Bit- Bitcoin Ordinals is definitely like a, a collector's uh, space versus uh, the other NMT environments. They, there's collectors over there, of course, too. But I feel like this fits a little bit more over here in terms of mentality. Um, Kimmy, go ahead. Uh, thanks. Uh, I wanted to ask. Uh, Ben mentioned several several times to uh, pipe tokens or assets to to put in separate wallet. If I want to buy a pipe on RuneX, but I already put my first wallet and I have only one Discord account, is it possible to switch wallets or add another one or how to do that? Also, I would like to mention if anyone wants uh, early access to RuneX, there is a giveaway. It's been first first pinned uh, tweet. So I will pull winners in 20 minutes. So Dante, did you understand my question? What's my concern if I buy a pipe token? It will go to my uh, wallet with all other assets. Will that can that be a problem? Uh, no, not at all. So, yeah, you can definitely, as long as uh, you're you're using a pipe aware wallet, like the Inscribe wallet. Um, yeah, you can you can definitely do that. Uh, we recommend using a fresh wallet for pipe assets, just because um, you know people make mistakes. But you can 100% do that. And um, you actually don't connect your wallet at all to to Runex, so we don't have any wallet connection mechanisms. Uh, basically, instead, what we do is we verify your ownership of an address. So whenever you deposit Bitcoin or Ethereum, uh, you'll go through a certain process that'll uh, confirm your transaction and deposit the funds, but also authenticate at the same time that you're the owner of, of that address. Um, and so whenever somebody does a transaction, let's say for, for pipe tokens, um, when that transaction happens, you'll be able to input your pipe wallet at that moment. So if you wanted to use a different pipe wallet for every single transaction, I don't know why you'd want to do that, but you can do that if you wanted to. 
Does that answer your question, Kimmy? I think he's mind blown. <laughs> Kimmy, can you hear us? All right. Well, it looks like Kimmy is dealing with some technical issues here. But, um, yeah. It, does anybody else have any questions for Dante and, and, and Runex? I'm excited about this. Excuse me. Hello? Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, like, I just like to speak uh, regarding the ETH, what they said. I mean, some people talking about the Ethereum system. Uh, They're not. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. They're actually not completely uh, non-fungible. They are fungible. They are fungible. That's why I came into the space of ordinals in the very beginning. I mean, I, I inscribed this within 100,000K. Like, like, I was so beginning. I was so trusted in uh, this, this blockchain. I mean, if something is there on this planet which is so secure, which is it's just a Bitcoin. There is nothing out there so secure than uh, storing your data. If you want to store your data somewhere, Bitcoin blockchain is something. I decided this in the, the, the day I got to know about Bitcoin, I mean, Bitcoin NFTs, which was very new. I mean, someone using Ethereum or Solo, something, whatever the shit is like, I don't care. But when I got to know about this, like, this is the real shit. Gotcha. So are you just trying to make a statement that Bitcoin is uh, king of all uh, it's an ultimate. It's an ultimate. Gotcha. Awesome. I think most ninety nine point eight nine five six seven eight nine agree uh, with you. That's in this space. This is. I mean, I know when it stopped. The inscribing is stopped at one thirty five or one thirty four k. It was around 135, I don't, I can't remember the exact number. It was stopped, almost stopped. People are talking about like uh, Bitcoin inscriptions are dead, Bitcoin NFTs are dead. No. If something is there, it's there. If it is real, it's real. Gotcha. This is real non-fungible tokens out there on yeah. this planet. No, not no. Ethereum, not Solana, like that's it. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's a great point. Um, and a lot of us definitely push that uh, because it, it, it's what makes sense, right? And so um, appreciate your, your input there, one-off one. I want to kind of see what's going on here with Rune X Tech. Uh, going to finish, finish this off. I think we're waiting still for Trevor um, to, to, to pop in here in the next five to 10 minutes. But um, any questions for Dante about RuneX before we move on? All right, no questions there. Well, let's, let's, let's uh, 
pass it over to Paris. She's definitely one of our favorite, you know, artists in the space. Very, very positive um, figure in the space. Doing some great things. She, she created a children's book. I mean, this is why I love this space right here. Um, we have creators, artists, builders that are doing stuff to educate the next generation. How important is that? I wish when I was a kid, people were teaching me about Bitcoin. Um, I'd be a, a billionaire right now because I'm a little bit older. But anyways, um, Paris, why don't you give us a kind of, you know, an update of what's been going on with you and, and how, how things are? Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah. Just want to say hello. Good morning. And I'm so lucky my alarm went off because this is one of my favorite spaces. But just on Saturday morning, so hard to wake up. <laughs> But I thank you so much for having me. Wanted to say hello to some of my favorite people. Saw a bunch of my friends up here, Shizu, Prism, Kimmy, uh, Shipping Shaman. So I just wanted to say hello. Um, yeah, I've been experimenting with um, interactive art on um, Ordinals and also in real life. So uh, just a quick update on my children's book. I postponed it. It originally was supposed to be released this month because I wanted it to be available for the holiday season for everyone, but I postponed it until February, which is um, February 24th, where I first inscribed uh, Julio of this year. So next year, February 24th, the book will be released. And I did it really purposefully for that reason is because I just, the what I have been working on day in, day yeah, is I've been working on my animation skills um, just so I can integrate that into the book. So um, I don't know if you guys have been seeing my posts in the past few, few weeks. Um, I've been posting more animations, and a lot of the animations that I have been posting will be integrated into the book. And the big part is, is that um, the reason why I mentioned interactive art is because the book itself will be very interactive. I'm using the animations so that augmented reality can pop up the art itself when you're going through the book. So it's going to be very much layers and layers of experience with Super Julio World. So yeah, I have been deep down on just really working on my my art and the experience for the collectors, for the ordinal space, and experimenting different ways for people to enjoy it. Um, and in order for, um, so I, I, many ordinal Julio collectors will have access to it. My counterfeit collector cards will have access to the book. Um, and I also have an allow list on my link in my bio if you all are interested in getting the book itself. There's only 130 pieces. Um, and yeah, the book itself will have a ton of the ton of hidden gems um, in addition to a future collection I am creating and launching on Block9. So just a few things I'm working on. Don't want to take up the space. Appreciate you guys always having me here and supporting. And uh, so, yeah, thank you guys. Awesome. Thank you so much for that update, Paris. And one thing I just want to say is I'm super, super glad that you ended up doing uh, using recursion for your uh, the book that you put on on the chain to where you can flip the pages. I, I was because I remember at first you were going to put the pages separately, but man, like that that actually just like put everything together. So I went on there, I checked it out, and 
showed my wife and everything. And, and um, so awesome, awesome. Props to you. Definitely want to get on that allow list. So thank you so much. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, all right. A, uh, let's, let's get it over to Danny. Danny uh, Wampire for the, from the Wampires. I want, I want him to kind of talk about what he's been working on a lot of stuff in the background. I want him to speak on that if you can, if you can, and just kind of update us on what's going on. Hey guys, thank you. Uh, really appreciate the conversation. It's been an exciting two months, and uh, everything started with when uh, we prepped ourselves for a vampire launch. And uh, this is the first update we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna relaunch it as a pre-mint. Uh, just uh, we sucked at the first one and we, we saw a lot of people wanting them and we made the internal decision like, look, everybody should have it. So we're going to do a free mint and we're going to announce it when uh, when we go live with that. But because of that uh, experience with, uh, with creating uh, vampires, it was really frustrating to get a collection up, at least for me. I get frustrated easily, apparently. And um, I decided to build something and I want to share with you. And um, uh, this is just how I personally see like a, like a, how a minting experience should be. And that is easymint.app. It's, uh, it's something that I shared with a few of the guys here and uh, uh, you've given me valuable feedback. Um, and it, it is basically an app where you can mint Bitcoin assets. Next is runes, uh, sorry, not runes, pipes. Uh, it's been requested quite a lot, so working on that as well. And uh, th there are a few things that I can say that are particular. First of all, 90% of what's going on is happening directly in the browser. So it's it's as safe as it can be. I've seen some um, uh, reluctance in, in people connecting wallets, but that does not do anything in terms of security. Uh, because it, your your privacy does not get exposed to anything, except when you're uh, signing stuff that you don't look at. Right now, the version that is up is live on testnet. So, if you go on easymin.app and want to test it out, you have to put your wallet in testnet mode and have a few fake bitcoins and just try it out. Um, the main thing that I wanted to have was the ability to create recursive inscription collections with, with a simple UI and simple steps so there are no files to be handled. And uh, uh, th that was the frustrating part when we created the collection, like did we di do it right, the order is correct and whatnot. And uh, this is what I've been uh, building. It's been quite some, some fun. And uh, the other thing that the app does is it has uh, a reward, I would say a referral system embedded in place. So everybody that wants to uh, send people to inscribe it will make 30% lifetime transparent on chain. So when everybody, uh, when someone pays for their inscription, uh, you automatically get the referral and it's visible instantly on chain. So this is one, one feature that I wanted to, to have done because uh, Everybody wants to uh, get something out of their effort, so it only makes sense. And th these are the things that uh, I've been working on. Um, would love feedback on it. Uh, just try it out. I do believe this is uh, easymint.app is the best 
minting experience on the market so far at this point. Of course, I'm biased. I made it, but still, um, just contradict me and uh, go check it out and come back and say you suck. Uh, but you won't. And one other thing, it works well on mobile because it, we all use your mobile phones. Um, there are three integrated wallets right now, Xverse, Unistat, and uh, OKX. Leather is up next, but the, the type of addresses on Leather are a bit tricky, so we need more tweaking on that side. And on your mobile phone, for instance, if you go on the Xverse app, uh, go on easymint.app and uh, connect your wallet, you can mint stuff directly from your phone. Like, I don't know, it, it doesn't matter. And in the next following weeks, I'll add more support depending on the demand and the feedback that I get with uh, the, I don't know, tokens that people want to have or protocols. The purpose is to be a, a very self-evident uh, tool. Like the name freaking says, Easy Mint. It's like, I want it to be as obvious as possible. And uh, yeah, pretty much this is it. Thank you guys for allowing me to uh, shill my, my newest creation. Yeah, man, we, we, we love the UI. Me and, me and Yagobi were actually talking about it yesterday, about how, how smooth the UI feels and everything. I haven't I haven't um, dug deep on it yet. It's definitely on my to-do list, but I, I'm actually excited for it to try it on testnet. But yeah, dude, it looks amazing. Thank you. Yeah, so... Uh, you know, Dan, Danny's one of those those people that came over, you know, from the uh, like EVM DeFi side of, of things. And um, when he came over here, man, like you could tell that he's just eager to just soak up everything that he can learn about this, uh, the ordinal space, Bitcoin ecosystem. This isn't like some cash grab or anything. I can tell like from my conversations with him. All right. So I do recommend you guys check out easymint.app just to you know, check it out. Um, you know, if you're willing to test it out, test it out. Um, it, it is definitely trying to be like a, a one-stop shop, right? To make things as convenient as possible. And as we all know, and it might not be as bad, it, it's definitely not bad for the people that have been here for a while, but the UX definitely needs to get better for the, the, the ecosystem, right? So uh, we all know how to use it. So we're quick with it now, but imagine when you first tried or, or a newcomer coming over. So yeah, appreciate that, Danny. Um, definitely, we'll be looking out for that. You know, we're always rooting for you, and um, yeah, we're excited to see um, how how Easy Mint plays out. Um, all right, so we still got a little bit of time. I'm a I'm a hit um, Knox up, and then and then Prism uh, Knox. You know, with the news coming with Casey, uh, you know, merging the update, um, getting rid of her subscriptions. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And then um, do you feel like it's just going, I know this is a pretty obvious question, but do you feel like it's just going to make curse stuff just like that much more valuable? Go ahead. No, they're probably going to go down in value, in my opinion. Um, I would sell all of your curse subscriptions, especially the ones that I've created. Terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, Florum, yeah. Florum. Yeah. <laughs> get fucking rid of them. <laughs> no, yeah, of course, man. That's, it's fucking bullish as hell. We have these, this really, and you know, this is the original kind of prediction that I think everybody had with Curse in general, and that's why everyone FOMO'd so bad. I mean, it, it, you know, just the timeline was a little bit off. Um, 
and obviously a lot of people got fucked over by OC66, but, um, you know, <laughs> it's, this is, this is great. <clears throat> this is, this is really cool because now we've, we've created this scarce, interesting asset, and even though, you know, inscription numbers aren't on chain, you know, um, I still think it's a cool, uh, extra little aspect that uh, you can add to collections. And there's just only so many that are thematic on top of that. <laughs> and, um, there's only so many that are even tradable because of how many that were used with OP66. Um, I know OCM just got theirs up too, and it's entirely cursed, I think, because they used both parent child and <coughs> that, you know, that whole thing going on there. Um, but, uh, it, you know, it, I, I'm, I'm interested to see when the, because I'm sure this will happen with the marketplaces that will just show like the entirety of like the cursed collection, kind of like how they do with. Uh, sub 100k and sub you know sub 1 million that kind of stuff um because there is i believe only like 250,000 of these things and I, I don't even know how many are actually tradable but uh, you know only a certain percentage of them are so i mean these are absolutely going to be a scarce asset and it, it looks like um uh, I, I, I can't remember the exact block height but it, i believe it's january <coughs> is what they're looking at with the current proposal so um yeah, super bullish for anyone who's done anything cool with with Curse, 100%. And um, you know, I, I think any any time you can do something interesting and creative um, with this protocol, you should definitely be taking advantage of it. Um, it you know, there's just so much to explore um, right now. A little alpha on what I'm working on right now is is uh, uh, looking into doing stuff with the reinscription and providing value to our holders' assets that have already minted or um, you know, just doing some other really interesting things. So, um, yeah, dude, they, like they, there's so there's so much to explore with ordinals, and uh, we're just hitting the, the the cusp of of what this all could be. And man, I was on a space with David Daly last night, and he is just like a gigable on on ordinals. So <laughs> he's like sitting here saying, like, you know, if you are building right now, you are going to be successful. Like that level of like crazy bullishness and I think they were one of the, the Bitcoin magazine was one of the companies that invested into the Taproot Wizard stuff. So <laughs> that's it. It's, um, yeah, man, it's, it's cool being here and it's great to be connecting with, um, you know, everybody here who's, who's building, especially you guys have, you know, been super consistent with this, this spaces every Saturday and, and the podcast. And, you know, I, I said it to you when we did the podcast, I think you're going to be really successful just because of that. And I would say that to anyone here who's like building and, being like just a, a legitimately good person and, and trying to be genuine, <clears throat> um, I think you're all going to be very successful because we have the tools um, and understanding of how this stuff all works. And that's going to make gra people gravitate towards us, especially in an environment where, uh, you know, uh, fees are just so uh, ridiculously high. I mean, like we, we are in a bear market and we're, I mean, this is a bit of a mini bowl, I would say, but uh, you know, this is not even close to what the day-to-day -day will be, um, you know, when Bitcoin is, is, is trending up to like, you know, 100,000, 200,000, you know, even beyond that. And we have so much more venture capital coming in here. Like the amount of money is just, it's just mind boggling when you, when you really think about it. And I, I'll finish by saying that, uh, you know, the entire Ordinals ecosystem has only got a market cap of around $2 billion. And, uh, <laughs> you know, there's, 
is a hell of a lot more money in the world than that. Like two billion is like a penny stock, you know. And you think about the amount of money that can move that around. Like venture capital is going to start seeing like these hundred x's, thousand x's that are happening on ordinals, and <laughs> be like, well, why, why didn't we invest in that? There's going to be a hell of a lot of FOMO, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's just crazy to be building here right now, and it's crazy to be connecting with all the people that are here. So, yeah, ultra giga bullish on everything, and um, let's fucking go ordinals. Very, very well put. I don't think I could have said said it any better. Um, definitely holding on to my curse uh, stuff and and my curse raider for for life. Uh, appreciate that, Knox. And um, yeah. Um, well, dude, I'll, I'll I'll say quick is that I don't sell shame my holdings. So I, I honestly like. If these things become like a ridiculous price, fucking sell it. Take some profit. I'm like super happy for anyone who does. So I, you know, like th this stuff is 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 all a ton of fun, and I think you can connect to digital identities and everything, and uh, you know. But at the same time, like I think it's really cool to see when 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 one of our holders, you know, gets a fucking bag off of something that you've done, and that's something that you know me as a founder, I think makes me feel really good. So. I, I just had to interrupt you and say that. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I'll, I'll like right, right click save and just inscribe it so it's in my in my wallet, you know, just for um, you know down the road so I can remember. <laughs> Anyways, um, appreciate that, um, Prism. I want to give you a, a chance to to give any updates on on Counterfeit Man, um, doing great things over there. Any updates or any any news for us? No, man, no updates. We decided that ordinals are not going to make it, and uh, it's all a waste of time, and we're walking away. So, uh, sorry, sorry, holders, sorry, artists. No, um, no, we've got uh, we've got two more weeks of uh, series zero. We just introduced um, Sir Gadfly's card, which hopefully fees can drop a little bit, so we can uh, put that out next week. We want to. I mean, I understand that's painful for uh, for those trying to mint. Um, but then we got one after that, and we're already starting to prep for what's after that. Um, you know, we'll be at uh, Art Basel in, in a few weeks, so if anyone's down there, please hit us up. Um, my DMs are an absolute mess, but I will get to it when when I can. If if you want to DM me, that you'll be down there. Um, but back to the curse conversation. This is something that that we did um, with, you know, early on, um, back when this first bull run uh, kind of you know, kind of died down. And then it was like, well, our ordinal's actually gonna, you know, we, we never, we never thought that, but like the large portion of the market thought like, well, is it actually just a little, you know, not what we thought. Um, there were, we had a few cards early on that didn't mint all the way out. And so uh, we actually cursed the rest of the supply. And one of those is Paris's. So Paris has um, a cursed card in our collection too. And, uh, and yeah, I'm really bullish on those cursed cards. Uh, we we had this big burn, um, and we burnt a hundred and uh, hundred and thirty six cards uh, that were uh, minted over supply in order to get um, uh, cursed cards. And it was open for like a week and a half or two weeks. And I just told everyone, I'm like, hey, if you guys don't want to do these, we will gladly burn, uh, you know, cards from the treasury and, and take these ourselves. Um, and it's not open for about two weeks, and we, we ended up holding on to about, uh, I don't know, like 16 of those or 20 of those. 
Um, but uh, but there's a large portion of those out there. And I'm super bullish on the Jubilee. I think this is going to be awesome, uh, locking it in at a certain number. And with the fees where they are right now, it's it's tough to even think about, like, you know, getting one in before then, right? So hopefully um, hopefully we, we drop a little bit so we can hard again. But uh, I see, I know Block down there is going to do everything in his power to keep these mempool fees high. So, um, but uh, yeah, I appreciate the space, man. We're um, we're just continuing on. Um, we've we've uh, we've you know we've never left. Um, I'm bullish on everyone who stuck it out, who didn't step away for a day. That's everyone up here. Um, you know, almost everyone that that joined the stage today has been here through the worst of times. And I'm super fucking bullish on everyone. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. Don't listen to what people have to say and stick to your convictions and you will be fine. But I appreciate the space, guys. Yeah, man. Um, awesome, awesome uh, words from, from Prism there. You know, uh, that is one point I want to just really hit the nail on the head with is, you know, we always, you hear people say, you know, Think about the people that stuck through the the good, bad, and and everything. The good, bad, and the ugly times, and you know, even when it, the better, the good times, they're still here. Every, everyone, they're just here the whole time, right? And I think that's such a big point, um, and it just shows passion, I think, more than anything, right? So like, you want to be involved with projects that have leaders that have passion, passion for their community passion for what they're building obviously if it's not making sense then they just need to be really transparent right with their community hey look something's going on here it doesn't we're going to pivot but like the community part is so important or the communication part to the community is so important with that so you know um i love the way that the ordinal space is starting to form there's like a almost like a like a silent social credit which you know people are recognizing other people and i noticed this like in the uh the the sports card collectible industry which my family comes from when i go to a show with my brother um man they they know each other and they you know first thing they do is they uh go say where do you guys want to eat at and and then they know hey look this guy's kind of shady he's, he's new or you know he's been around he's stiff people and i feel like that's where ordinals is coming to and that's how it should be in my opinion right we don't want like some huge like uh, regulation type of uh, entity regulating us. But um, if we can clean each other up, that's that that would be the best option. Go ahead, Prism. Yeah, just to hit on that, man. Um, if if you if you you know, for everyone who's kind of stuck around here, you've noticed that um, this is this ecosystem is largely being built out by those on the ground floor. Um, you know, those those at the top might be the loudest. But if you actually tune in to the day to day and what's what's actually happening in the ecosystem and how things actually start out, it's all starting with the people. Um, and I think this is how we need to this is what we need to advance this the crypto space in general is we need to stop looking at, you know, looking for for deities, right? Looking for those who tell us what to like and what to follow and what to do and actually diving in with people that um, are, are heads down and doing cool shit and willing things into existence and, and actually, you know, following things that um, that you're actually interested in, that you're that are cool and, and they, you know, they have a good, you know, community or culture behind them. And so I just want to point that out every chance I get is, you know, those those that 
you know, uh, Troy put this this way, and I thought it was such a great way to put this. Uh, but Troy said there's a major league and a minor league. Um, you don't have to follow those in the major league. You don't have to be in the major league to make a difference. Uh, everything that's that's um, everything that's happening and, and being stood up is happening in the minor leagues. And you know, I love how we've all sort of banded together to to build out uh, the ecosystem and even like the tools that um, that were mentioned here on the stage um, and the the protocols being built. These are all happening from you know lesser at once lesser known individuals in the community. So that makes me really fucking bullish on how this is going to play out. Yeah, man, I agree a hundred percent on that. Um... You know, like it is crazy because, like you said, it's almost kind of like the, this band of underdogs um, kind of uh, have banded together and developed this force that has produced projects that have outperformed these larger influential accounts launching projects, right? And um, not not to not to shit on any any projects in general, you know. Like I think supporting ordinals in general is a good thing. You should. But um, it has to go two ways, right? You can't just go uh, only supporting the larger presences and um, the smaller presence, presences don't get supported. And so what happened is the smaller presences started banding together, and then you, and then you have something like Goosenolds, which is just killing it, right? Like just crushing it. And then um, what happens is these smaller groups, they start grouping up with other smaller groups. And they have their separation, but they also are collaborative, right? Like, for example, Counterfeit and, and Base and, and Skullex and Base. And, and um, you know, Base is huge. You know, you got Nocturnal Maxis and Base. Shout out Mr. BRC, you know. Um, and so it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see that because uh, you know so much of that end result comes from passion. Right and and uh, propping each other up and supporting each other. So, love to see it. Want to see more of that. Hope that never goes away here because that is the biggest attribute, in my opinion, for the ordinal space. Yo, Bean doesn't get enough credit, man. Um, you know, he's he's just had this this behind the scenes group. You know, here since February, um, everyone kind of building their own things, but all together, it's 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 really been it like it's. It's pretty much the premier like builder incubator um, because everyone's very supportive, but we all have our sort of different different focuses and directions. But everyone kind of coming together um, and building those relationships has been huge. So I want to give a big shout out to Bean for for what he's built at Base, um, and I know a lot of the the folks in here know what that is. But um, but yeah, that's I, I can't wait for him to get his shine. He deserves it. Yeah, we, we, we actually had him on the show this week. If you guys haven't seen it, definitely check that out on YouTube. Um, it was an amazing episode. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a good uh, discussion. And um, we actually dropped an article on Base uh, Artists, too, on the website. So check that out as well. Um, but to Prism's point, you know, Base actually is so crazy because, you know, there's so much that comes out of that group, too. It's not just, like these artists uh, groups or collections and stuff. It's also like good information with each other, right? Like, yeah, some of it's alpha, right? So being a part of that group, you're going to get some, some alpha naturally, but it's also just support all the way around. And for people that say, well, it's just an alpha group and that's all it is. That, that's bullshit because ch you need to check out base, base for kids. 
you know, that's a huge project that like they are developing. We have it pinned and it's going to highlight, create a digital gallery for the kids of base members first and then open it out to other kids. I mean, how amazing is that? You know, teaching the next generation about how they can, uh, you know, benefit by putting their art on the most immutable blockchain, the most secure blockchain in the world. And also just imagine how more developed they're going to be as digital artists in 10 years, right? They're going to know fucking recursion times a, a version 1000, you know, and be able to put us to shame, you know, well, not us. Cause I, I can't do anything. I'd, but anyways, you get what I'm saying. Um, Paris, you got your hand up. Go ahead. Okay. I just wanted to add on to what Prism was saying. I'm um, a big fan of Dean. Um, early on, he's just an amazing human being and one of the hardest workers in this space. He's consistently here creating spaces, supporting when he can. And he's always putting um, the, the community first before himself. And he's an amazing artist as well. So I'm lucky enough to be part of the community, but also be part, be a really like a close friend. And I just wanted to just give him his flowers as well as, as to like him putting in day after day, like just being there for the community and his support, but just in genuinely an amazing human being. Agreed. Agreed. A hundred percent. Again, and it's also, you know, that's, Paris speaking, another artist that's just like, you know, testimonial um, towards towards the base group and, and, and being as well. Um, but yeah, so um, I'm not sure if, uh, you know, we're, we're getting stood up on our uh, date here, but it might seem like that. Um, we'll see here. We'll give him a couple more minutes um, and see if, uh, if, if T.O. decides to show up. But um, yeah. We'll wait, we'll wait for that. In the meantime, um, let's, oh uh, yeah, On God, what's up? I saw, I called you, or you, you asked to be on stage. Um, on God is, is, is doing Ordinal All-Stars. It's a, it's a new uh, collection. Go ahead, On God. Let's go ahead and talk about that and, and tell everybody what you got going. Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't spend a lot of time on these spaces. I'm not very good at uh, talking on this like type of a stage, I guess. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I've been trying to do some art this last year, kind of getting into the the ordinal stuff early, and uh, you know, trying to be active in in uh, like you know on X, I guess if that's what we call it now. But uh, I feel like with this whole speaking thing, it's kind of like that level in Mario where you're trying to play the level and you can't beat it. <laughs> um, you're doing great, man. You're doing great. But yeah. Um, so with inscription prices being so high right now, I mean, I got a lot of rare sats and a lot of art I'm trying to put out, but financially it's almost, it's like impossible, you know? And I'm kind of thinking, you know, if we keep on going this direction on up, 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 I don't know if maybe the fees will keep getting higher, maybe recursion is the future. I don't know. But, um, you know, I was thinking there are a lot of these sub 100K, a lot of these cursed, you know, inscriptions that don't have collections. And I thought, you know, it would be really cool 
to take some of these, I don't know if anybody has these in their wallet, and add them into a collection that already exists and maybe give them more value. Because I think when they're on their own, they really don't have a lot of value. People look at them, they're like, oh, this doesn't belong to anything. So I think, you know, if people wanted to, you know, bring them into a collection, I'm not saying what collection to bring them into, but, you know, it'd be, it'd be a cool concept. I actually agree. I, I read your uh, post and thread on it, and I think that this is a, a great idea. Um, you know, uh, maybe maybe starting a new one um, called like the Forgotten or something. You know, because uh, if they're all like going to be sub 100k, you know, the value is there in terms of low inscription numbers. And if you are going to add them, reinscribe them to a, 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 a rare Satoshi or something like that. Also, that also adds another value. But um, I think it's, you know, from a marketing uh, perspective or, you know, branding perspective, I think having like a, a, a collection name that correlates with that, right? Like the forgotten ones or something. Um, but that's just my two cents. Um, anybody else have any thoughts on this? Yeah, I think... Um Discoverability is an issue in the ordinal space in general, uh, even even with collections that are put together properly. Um, we tend to only have eyes on what's the most popular thing, and and um, so you know I, I think any way that we can improve improve that is a good thing. I, I kind of like the forgotten ones, the leftovers, whatever you want to call it. I think that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I, I look forward to, to not only, like, I think this is a great idea, but I also look forward to marketplaces uh, working hard on discoverability as well. Yeah. I just requested to speak so I could say the loners, maybe as a brand, the loners, right? If they're all left alone, they're about themselves. Yeah, I think that's a good, uh, good name as well. So, um, God, I know that you're, you're um, also uh, including some of these into your collection, the Ordinal All Stars. So I don't know how you're you're going to go about that because I, I think that's okay too. You know, um, I I I really like what you did with that collection in terms of reaching out to the community and um, dropping, you know, dropping the the template and then adding the uh, person's favorite inscription to it, as well as the set block seven eight sat. So I, I definitely think like you, you you're thinking outside the box. And I would recommend just continue, you know, taking that mindset. Um, so, yeah, that's just my two cents on it. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm trying to hit all the angles, you know. I'm just trying to do, you know, probably just like everything and see what sticks, actually. So, but, yeah, I'm just going to keep building. I'm just going to keep, you know, throwing pitches. And I'm going to just stay stick around, you know. So, yeah, thanks for having me up here. Uh, nice talking with you guys. Yeah, man. Yep. Looking forward to what, what you got um, building. All right. Um, so, Kimmy, any word or anything? Uh, you mean about Trevor? He didn't uh, respond. But we have some requests. Lazy Ninja is up, so... Uh, I don't know. He can go. Jim, Jim. Uh, I just quickly wanted to um, <clears throat> add to what On God, On God Chaps was saying about uh, collections not being um, collections not being um, 
you know, forgotten or, or not listed. Because uh, actually, there's some um, way back in the day, right? I used to go down the timelines of um, just looking from like one to ten thousand and ten thousand to uh, um, one hundred k, and I saw some really decent um, uh, collections in there, but they don't have no names and no collections. So, to some, yeah, you're right. That actually um, might uh, deter someone from saying that I don't want to buy this because it's not part of a collection. So, uh, around April, May, what I did was I I probably named maybe ten. Uh, um, ten uh, sub one hundred k collections that the owners did not did not uh, put them in a collection or even name them. So I did probably like ten projects like that. That a lot of them you probably seen the sub one one hundred k. So um, that 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 makes sense now that we have them forty m's and maybe one m jpegs. If somebody else wants to um you know carry that task of doing maybe hundred k collections or two hundred k collections without a name and just grouping them together and like just doing it for the culture. So. Yeah, that's a good point because I know you're, you're absolutely right. Like most people don't like you. You might see a dope at, at like maybe six to seven k, but it's just one has no collection, and you're gonna go, man. Well, that that this is not a very or this is not gonna be a very good uh, value or value in the future. So yeah, you're right. Uh, I just quickly wanted to um, point that out, and uh, so thank you for having me again, J. Jones. You go. Yeah, for sure, man. OG in the space, and good call on. Uh grow up by the way man it, it jumped up like a hundred and like no 200 percent from yesterday to today so you've been on you've been on point with your uh, brc20 calls the past couple days um dog father what's up yeah just a quick remark from my side as well with these um lost you know collections or you know lunars or however you want to call them i was just digging today in some best and slot data by coincidence and there are like two thousand collections on there and I mean, most of half of them with like zero volume. So I don't think that this is really like a problem of uh, having a collection or not, but whether someone is taking care of the collection that exists, you know, um, and, and, and many of them are relatively small. There's the community is too small or the artist is like overheard. Um, I think it's very hard, you know, to, to really uh, become visible. So it's a lot of work. So even if you have a 100, um, you know, a collection out of 100 ordinals or 200, like many of the smaller ones, it's very hard to become visible. So I think the, the first part is the simple one to put some together in some collection. And then the, the next complication is if, if they are not like homogeneous, but very different things, then you, you don't have like a, a joint narrative. Um, so, so I think, I think, you know, from my point of view, I think it's very hard and, and you need to be, you need to push a lot to become visible and everything. And if you don't own them, I mean, do you have an incentive? So, so I think this will be really hard. Yeah. So, so great point, because that was one of the first things I thought about was, you know, if, if I were to do this, I would want to get, you know, some of these unclaimed in terms of collections. Uh, pieces that are sub 100k that that not necessarily that similar but because you're not going to be able to find that if they're different but some so sort of similarity in them right just a little bit even i think that could be okay um secondly um if you're not going to buy them then you would have to instruct the people that are going to buy them to send that you know uh to be able to inscribe them on like if you're going to do like satoshi and add them to a collection right so I think, yeah, there's definitely some hurdles there, 
but I, I do love the idea because I'll tell you, man, like there's been times before I looked in the sub 100 K, uh, category on magic Eden. And I'm like, man, that's so cheap, you know, for like 40,000, uh, inscription number, but I didn't want to buy it. Cause I was like, this is nothing to nobody. There's no collection to it. There's not, you know, this is nothing to anybody. And, but like, if you added the collection name or added it to a collection, that does make a difference in my opinion from a brand of, type of situation but that's just my two cents yeah and the marketplaces actually call out like this is not part of a collection dyor and that just makes it it makes you second guess it you know um if you actually want to you know move forward with with purchasing it and also that i think that's also um the the main problem with um the, the floors of maybe sub 10k or like uh that's actually the main problem right there because the ones that have a collection they have um they have a floor price right and then you see ones that don't have a collection they might be say maybe a 50k collection might have a floor price and you see a 30k collection that you know inscription that doesn't have a um that goes lower for that so technically what that does is bring down the floors of the general subcategories that we all have so again like if we just all group them into maybe the ones that don't belong in a collection maybe call them whatever, forgotten ruins or whatever you want to call them, then, then that generalizes the whole floor space of every uh, every category you, you, you would think, right? Yeah, makes sense, man. Makes sense for sure. But uh, uh, on God, man, I, I think you might need to hurry up and, and do this because I think that people are, the wheels are turning in people's brains right now. Um, I know mine for sure. Nah, I'm not going to jump, jump, front run you. No, no pun intended there. Um, or anything with that. So, yeah, man, it's been a great Saturday morning spaces. Um, haven't been stood up uh, since, uh, I don't know, probably 10 years. So it uh, doesn't feel great with that, but, like, everything else feels good. You guys, you know, I want to thank everybody that was here on stage, um, you know, all the contributors, all the awesome builders, all the groups of builders, all everybody, you know, um, you guys have been here from the beginning and, and they're here to reap the benefits. And so, you know, I just uh, also recommend that you support each other by at least checking out each other's stuff. You know what I mean? Go look at it. You don't have to buy it, but go, go check it out at least. I mean, you see people in, in the space and you, you recognize them and you might be like, Oh man, like he's such a dope dude or she's such a cool chick or whatever. And you maybe never even seen their stuff, which sucks. So go do that. Go check it out. Um, but yeah, Shizzy, you got anything? We got stood up. We got stood up by the BTC machine. Uh, we got stood up by Mr. BRC. We got stood up by Yokai Avengers. So I mean, it's okay, 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 okay. I meant more on a personal level. Okay, goodness gracious, we ain't talking about business here. No, but um, yeah. You're, he everything he said is right so screw those guys no i'm just kidding block is good he was driving home eight hours he had his pigs in his back of his truck with his horses and cows and feeding them at the same time so he couldn't do the live stream oh hell i like block more now yo the funniest thing is um man this this just goes to show you that consistency and and just being just doing going through the grind um would um get to success because i remember when timmy uh, and uh, i mean Timmy and Jagobi and CZ, like, literally first started out, I, 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 I think it was in the summertime, when the space literally probably had maybe less than 10. 
and you know, like I, I probably was one of the first uh, guest uh, guest speakers on the show. But like I would listen maybe incognito every Sunday. I mean, every Saturday morning. Sometimes they would even wake me up in the morning. Wake up, lazy, like listen. But just to actually watch, um, you know, like this guy's actually like growing. You know, like this. I'm looking at the spaces. At one point, he had 156 listeners. That's like ordinary shows. Um, um, numbers. You know, like all these other um, um influencers numbers. So. Just think also too, uh, um, if these guys could do it, Kimi, Yagobi, and, and Shizzy, just imagine founders who, you know, like when there was a bear market, just, you know, just keep the grind and just keep doing it, even if no one's watching, like eventually it'll pay off. So, man, shout out to you guys, man. Like, I mean, literally, I mean, I saw a post of Yagobi saying 3K, I don't know. I mean, I, I put up a post that said 2K, like maybe two days. The next time I'm seeing him, like maybe less than 48 hours, 3K, like, these guys, man, you, you guys have become um, pillar stones in the, uh, you know, um, the space of uh, GG, man. It's also authenticity, guys. Y'all come across so authentic and real. You know, you could just like our friends that are next door. Um, the authenticity goes a long way. For me, that's what attracts me to watch you guys over and over. For sure. And the alpha, of course. But authenticity, pure. Man, we appreciate those those kind words, man. It means so much to us. And, you know, Lazy, uh, when you said the founders and stuff being consistent and stuff like that, that is what is in here right now. It is the founders that were consistent every day, you know, because we saw, we were interviewing them throughout this whole time, right? So it's like, you know, we had Prism on, we had Dogfather on, we had you on, we had Eric on, we had uh, Benny, of course, Block. I could go through this, Mr. BRC um paris uh you know tosio we've had every, so many people in here that's why we feel so confident when we host these spaces because we know that we're in like-minded in the same space as like-minded people and man if you're new and you're in this space right now um I, I hate to toot our own horns for all the people i just named but you're in good company i'll just say that Shizzy, uh, you you wanna you wanna uh, any final words? Yeah, let's, let's let's throw it to Kimmy first for his final words, and then I'll finish it out, and then we'll end this thing. Uh, yeah, another great space. Uh, I really love to to listen to all builders and stuff. Uh, many many amazing things is going on uh, here in Ordinal Science. I'm bullish as as always. Uh, I don't know. I I was keeping notes who who is here in the bear market, so I know what what <laughs> what assets and what projects will I uh, follow and uh, keep an eye on for the next I don't know two years and more, hopefully. So I, I have one more uh, thing to say. There is uh, another project I will join that team. It's Ordinal Santa. So that's Alpha 2, especially for those uh, who love TAP and PIPE protocol because it will be related to that. So give a follow and, uh, and you will see something soon. Thanks to all speakers and listeners. Uh, and see you next Saturday.
Yeah, man. Just what Timmy said. Uh, thank you all for listening, watching. You know, uh, we're, we're not we're, we're a YouTube channel. You know, we're a podcast. We're we do these spaces, but we also have a um a, uh, a website. You guys can check that out for us. OrderRevolution.com. We are putting out articles a couple times a week. Really good stuff. I'd please check be checking that out. And you know, it's, uh, we we definitely want to be the place where you guys go and, and and find these articles and stuff like that. We want to be. That's something that we 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 really strive to being. So if you guys can check those out for us, that'd be amazing. Um, so we have some news as well. We usually uh, spend three weeks in a row or dropping news, but Order Revolution has become an LLC. We are officially a company. Um, as of yesterday, we uh, signed the papers, and uh, you know we're Order Revolution. So you know we're, we're legit now. We're not just uh, some pansies on the internet. But uh, <laughs> but I just want to appreciate. It. It's, it's all because of you guys, man. It's you know we we, we all, all we do is pop our cameras on and we talk, and you guys watch and listen and and do things. And we, we just really appreciate it, giving us the giving us the ability to have this platform. You know we we we, we struggle we struggle with a lot of things, and you guys uh, take that and you know run with it for us, and just appreciate that. And you guys too, man. You guys are here in freaking June and August and September when it was horrible horrible and we grew every single month because you guys are watching us man and uh, i mean i say horrible but i had i had i had time in my life it was blessed <laughs> i love i love building in the bear like this i feel uncomfortable right now with the prices and, and and the attention but uh it's been it's been absolutely fun and just like i said just that's yeah so we'll be here um 8 a.m every single saturday for you guys and i really appreciate you guys yeah, and, and I wanted to just say, um, you know, I want to thank Shizzy um, because and, and Kimmy Boy too for for helping us get people every week. Man, he does one of the hardest jobs, and that's to find people for the spaces in terms of builders. But um, I want to thank Shizzy, man. Like, uh, I couldn't have found a, a better partner, honestly, a, a business partner. Um, I feel like, uh, you know, it definitely, like sometimes it, it takes hard work, but it also sometimes you, you have to have a little bit of luck in there. And I feel like that's what happened with us too. We, we you know, came across. So, and I want to thank all you builders too. So we love all y'all and we will see y'all next week. Peace. I feel the same, brother. See you guys. Peace.